Just before we start, I just wanted to mention one thing quickly. Uh, Hellas and Co. and Sporting Club Hellas are independent missions. They're both run solely by myself. So if you could like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, it would mean the world. Check out hellasandco.com. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. <clears throat> Greek Herald Cup. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. How'd you find it? Off or off. It was refreshing, I reckon, after <clears throat> the day we had before at the A-League. Mm. It just felt, I don't know, it was the first time since I've done behind the B-League last year that I went to an NPL game like that. Yeah. It's just been a lot of um, lot of A-League stuff. I just I just really enjoyed it as well because we obviously got the, you know, behind-the-scenes access a bit, yeah. get to shoot some content in around the field. I really enjoyed that part of it as well. First time being able to do something like that. So, mm. yeah, I, yeah, I had a great time. For those listening, uh, Joe and I went to Sydney Olympic versus South Melbourne Hellas, um, two Greek clubs, and they had a Greek Herald Cup in preview of the upcoming NPL season. We went on Saturday as of recording. It's Monday night. Um, shout out. What was her name? Angelica. She let us go behind the scenes, got us media passes, even Jimmy Jam and Harry Youngman who had <laughs> – Jimmy Jam hopped on the mic. Some of you might have liked it, but Harry had nothing to do. And uh, we had behind the scenes. Yeah, it was cool, eh? Yeah, it was heaps fun. If, for those listening, some of the players we watched was what? George Timotheu, Roy O'Donovan, Ziggy, Ziggy Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, some big hitters. That South Melbourne centre-back's pretty good. Their captain, Marco Jankovic. Yeah, he's good. He I mean, good. he's been there a while now. And yeah. being at South Melbourne for a while means you're a pretty good player. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a few others that took my eye. Someone I know, Jackson Bandera at left back. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was real good. Was it him or Roy O'Donovan that scored? It was Roy O'Donovan. See, I, th- I could have sworn it was him. Well, it was Roy. I only got the video of um, the celebration. It was Roy O'Donovan, like, you know, giving yeah. it a big in, so I'm assuming it was him. It was good here. Whoever scored it. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to watch it. We didn't record it. But, um, yeah, so essentially it's two Greek clubs playing off. It was cool, though, like seeing, like, the old South Melbourne signs and, like, seeing yeah. the Olympic supporters. The dancers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was more, like, Greek food and... That's my only complaint. Get the souvlaki there and yeah. 10 out of 10. What are they called? Uh, the Euros? Euros, yeah. Yeah, the Euros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wanted that. I wanted that there. But they played at Nestrata, so I assume yeah. a bit harder. Yeah. The one thing I noticed, it's kind of my thing with MPL clubs, is merchandising. Yeah, we were talking about when we were there. We were going to go have a look, but... They only had hats and a jersey. Not to their own default because there's obviously money that needs to be pumped. But yeah. I feel like if they went to a modern design team... And then got T-shirts made. Yeah. Like, you know what would work? You know there's like vintage, like those rip-off vintage and they have that like metallic print and they've yeah. got like – So for Sydney Olympic, you'd have like George Timothy, Roy O'Donovan, Ziggy Gordon on it. Yeah, like the bootleg tees. Yeah, like yeah. Riding like, above. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then like Sydney Olympic and like a Greek flag in the background. Yeah. I feel like that would fly. Same with South Melbourne, some of the players they have. Yeah. But um, interestingly, for those listening, I got to speak to Esteban, who's the – South Melbourne coach. Yeah, I'm about to put that video out because he says in it, he goes, I do not understand how Australia has one league. They don't have relegation and promotion. That's the key yeah. in football. Was he Spanish? Is he from Spain? Argentinian lived Argent- in Spain. Oh, okay. So he played as high as um, the second division in Spain. Wow. And then he played bit of third division. Yep. And then, which is crazy because if you look at the Spanish third division right now, there's players like Lucas Perez getting around. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Um, was it Lucas Perez that went back to Deportivo? Yeah. I swear yeah, it was him sure. and yeah. he paid his own way back. Yeah. 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 It wasn't asking the club. Um, 
But yeah, he so he played there and then he coached there. But then he said in the interview, like before the interview started, he goes, in Spain, if you get resigned or sacked, you can't go anywhere else that season. FA rule or yeah, um, the way he described it, it came across as that. Yeah, okay. So the Spanish FA, so you get locked out essentially, whether you resigned or sacked. So a lot of them will go overseas. Yeah. But right. he wanted to learn English. So he came down to South, like he contacted South Melbourne, said, Have you got any roles? Because I'm pretty sure financially he was doing all right, whatever. Yeah. And um, so he went and did under 16s at South Melbourne for a bit, went back to Spain for three years. And then in 2019, took on the head coaching at South Melbourne. He's been there ever since. Wow. But yeah. And then I'm talking to him in the interview and he goes like, we are South Melbourne. Like we, we will try to win every single thing. Yeah. Like it's in our nature. And I, bro, the guy's like full taps. Like we saw it on the sideline as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He like, was animated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's full locked in. Who else we – because you did a fair bit more like presenting. Yeah, presenting. Just get some game footage and yeah. commentate over the top of it. Yeah. Food reviews, you know. I think that's what people like. Like a, a lot of my mates sent me your stuff because you're in a hell of a shirt and they're like, oh, have you – do you know this guy's probably filmed it? But, yeah. <laughs> um, but they like the way you speak. But I think what I was trying to do, because I grew up on Copper 90, especially Eli. Yeah. He's fucking, I think he's a Melbourne boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I interviewed a guy who was born in the 1950s, no, late 40s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or early 50s. He grew up in the 60s when he was a teenager watching Pan Hellenic, which is now Sydney Olympic. Yeah. And when I was interviewing him, that was crazy. Yeah. He actually had a bit of a bitch about Ange that I cut out. Oh, really? Yeah. So, <laughs> was this the guy in the AEK Athens? Yeah. Yeah. So I said, how do you feel about your boy Ange? I'm not going to put it out because it's just – but he was like, yeah, was, uh, he's like, it's good. Obviously, he goes, Tottenham finished top four. Yeah. Everyone loves him. I'm so proud of him for representing us. He goes, I do have a problem though because Greece only have one good striker at the moment is Giacomacus. And Giacomacus was at Celtic and got frozen out by Ange for Kyogo. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. and Jacques is in it America, yeah, in America now, and he's not like what he's meant to be at this point in time. Yeah, and he was like pretty filthy about it. <laughs> he goes, I know Ange is Australian, but he should be looking after a Greek boy while he's got him, and he didn't. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Wow. Um, but yeah, to, talking to him about like, right, like there's a, there's a whole like memory bank in this guy of just like yeah, the golden years and some of the players he's seen. Took, uh, he mentioned like off camera like Ian Rush playing for Olympic at one point. Yeah. In like 2000, I'm pretty sure. For those listening, Ian Rush probably oh, – do you reckon he has the most Liverpool appearances? He'd have almost He'd 500. That, yeah. He didn't really play for anyone else in Europe, did he? You bay for like you, yeah. a season or two. Yeah. But um, yeah, he talks about Ian Rush playing for Olympic and yeah, it's such a cool day. Eh? <laughs> Seeing the dances and stuff, that's cool. Yeah. Music and just like all the old jerseys. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. And speaking to people about how they feel about the national second division, I enjoyed that because there was mixed opinions. Yeah, which are surprising, right? Like you just think the whole – everyone there would have been for it and can't wait for it. Yeah. But, yeah, a bit of hesitation from some people. And Financially, that's what yeah. a lot of people are concerned about. But if they find a way to make it financially viable in the meantime. Yeah. I think the thing the national second division has on the A-League, and I noticed it when – we got our opportunities was people like us will get access. Yeah. And especially for yourself, not I don't really get crazy views, but you get pretty good views on like that content. Yeah. Allowing you to do it inherently so, brings in another, like a young audience yeah. and brings in so, like, it's the modern marketing. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's other guys there like Don Bowles and stuff. Like if they get there, if they just ask, they'll be allowed. Oh, yeah. The clubs are they're open to any form of marketing, whether it be yeah. through social media or anything. Yeah. So for those listening, these NPL clubs, they don't have like a full-time marketing. They have marketing departments, but like not full-time. Like it's No, nah, it wouldn't be. I don't even think any of them would have a full-time It'd be, it'd be one, one person covering multiple aspects. All on, all well, that Angelica chick seemed like she was covering like – Yeah. She was on the phone the whole time. Just, yeah. Everyone just buzzing in, buzzing out. But um, yeah, I think, I think that's way forward. Also, I think football clubs need to post as football clubs, not as family clubs. What do you mean? As in like – socials. Instead of sharing like events and stuff or no, like there's ways to do that, but like just the social media aspect of the MPL clubs right now is pretty ass. <laughs> That's just my opinion. No, no, no. It's a it's a valid opinion. I think yeah, I'd probably say Sydney United and Sutherland are probably the two best. Well, Sydney team. United, for those listening, are owned by MacArthur's owners. So yeah. probably Yeah, that's right. They probably have more resources, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then yeah. Ah, uh, Sutherland, Grant Gully do it well down in Victoria as well. Yep. I'm trying to think who else is there. There's not – yeah, but they, they – the problem is they, they're still like grass – they post as like grassroots football clubs, whereas yeah. you've got to post as like – you have to incorporate that content, but you have to post as a football club, like have a brand theme, brand image, yep. um, content, consistency. That's how you get people involved. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But – Valid, fully valid opinion. Yeah, Greg Herald Cup. Lots of fun, so much fun. Now, what we were, what we were watching was two, uh, two national second division clubs. Yep. So for those listening who may not be up to date, there's eight official. Wait, is it eight? Yeah, foundation clubs. There's eight foundation clubs. So you have got Upper Leichhardt, Avondale, which Joe and I just. By the way, <laughs> we recorded a whole podcast last week in fucking Jimmy Jam after a minute. Didn't it? something after the recording? Shout out to him, but. Came to both games on the weekend and he, um, he's here to do it again. He's all set up. Shout out Jimmy Jam. Um, <laughs> but we, we went over this. But Avondale, we have next to no idea about. So our comments on that is pretty, yeah. But Marconi, Preston Lions, South Melbourne, Sydney Olympics, Sydney United, Wollongong Wolves. Now if I'm to introduce the nationalities behind them, once again, Avondale, have no idea. Up here, Leichhardt, Italian. Uh, Marconi, Italian. Preston, Macedonian. South, Mel- South Melbourne, Sydney Olympic, Greek. Sydney United, Croatian. Wollongong Wolves, not attached to a nationality. Now, there's four clubs left in the running. So, they've only allowed, uh, I think there's eight There's eight left in the running or seven. Yeah, but I reckon they'll probably open it as well to some other clubs now. Like who? Like Melbourne Knights because I don't think they were in the running anymore. And now they're back in. I think they'd be back in. They might even open it up to Adelaide City as well. Which would be smart. Yeah. Because I think like they had this group of clubs who were all going for it. Some pulled out early because they just didn't really have any idea what it's going to look like. Yeah. But now you've got eight pretty strong clubs in there already. You'll have a lot more clubs willing to put their hands up and back it in. If you've got the likes of South Melbourne, Preston, Sydney Olympic clubs in there that can support it. Yeah. Like they're not going to get stuck in there with a bunch of clubs who might be folding after a year or two. So I think we'll probably see a lot more. They might look to open it up and introduce more. I also think that's probably why they, part of the reason they pushed it back a bit as well. Because there were some smaller clubs still in the running. Yeah. Like your Sunshine Coast. Um, that they probably, like on paper, they would have wanted to include a Queensland team. But they might have been like, let's get eight in, push it back, see what stronger clubs come in. And we go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So the eight that are still technically in the running... Uh, for the four spots left, tech, 
It has Brisbane United, but it's basically official Brisbane aren't in it. You have Caroline Springs George Cross, which is in Victoria. Yep. Gold Coast United, Heidelberg United, Melbourne Knights, Rockdale, Illenden. Or is it Linden or is it Illenden? Illenden. Illenden. There we go. Yeah. Um, South Hobart, Sunshine Coast Fire. If I was introduced for – now, this is all accounting for the fact that Canberra and Auckland have been given A-League contracts. So if you if those two come to mind, they have A-League contracts pending. Auckland has an owner. Yeah. Bournemouth Cam- owner. Yeah. And Canberra doesn't. Canberra's yeah. still waiting for the licence to be filled. Still yeah. waiting for the licence. And, yeah, right now I wouldn't expect them in the comp next year. There's no. too, much, too much to do with yeah. the season already. Um, so I, if you were to take four out of the eight – who would you take? Um, yep. So I'd look to bring in Melbourne Knights. I think they're probably the biggest club in Australia that missed out. Then I'd go into the new market. So you'd probably look South Hobart, yeah, Tasmania. And then I'd also probably look Gold Coast. Gold Coast, because I also think that's a market that they obviously win the A-League before. <laughs> Shit, hit the fan. Yeah. But I think at this Is level... Is he still behind them? No. Nah. He's fully parted ways. It's a new owner now, though, and I've heard he's pretty well off as well, actually. I think he's got a big retirement village chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd be... Bastard fucking <laughs> stinging the oldies for a football club. Yeah. So um, that gives us three. And then where else should we go? Heidelberg's another massive club, but if they want to... I'd love to see Adelaide City in it, but yeah, I'm not... If they were out so early in the last round, I don't know if they're going to be pushing for it so strongly because they were out early in the piece. Like they weren't one of the last ones left. A common comment I see is like Blacktown City and obviously they're wildly successful. They just don't yeah. have fans. Yeah, this would, it, they, they were one of the first teams. So originally I think there was 32 teams that applied yeah. in the first round. There was only about five who missed out and Blacktown were one of those teams. Which is insane. And Fraser Park, who were in the NPL 3, made it through. So, yeah, but this is the thing about the teams that don't have a nationality that were not in the national second division struggle no matter how successful they can be. Yeah. Whereas you have Fraser Park who have never been successful, my mistake if they've won something, and but they're Portuguese-backed, yep. which is a very unique community in Australia as well. We aren't yeah. a heavily Portuguese population. For my four, I, I have, yeah, my four is pretty straightforward. I say Heidelberg. Yep. I like Heidelberg. They always seem to do well in the cup. Now, that just may be like nostalgia, but I always feel like they're in the 16. No, I think they are. Yeah. That, I think the last two years they definitely were. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure Franjic might be captain at the moment. Franjic. I think he's still at, I think he's in Melbourne Knights, unless he left in the off season. No, oh, then who's the Heidelberg captain? Fuck, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's, um, I think it's a Protratos. Oh, no, he's at, he's in St. George, I think, now in Sydney. Not Dimmy. He's, Costa Protrados. I just oh, – I'm trying to think. Could be wrong though. NPL Victoria. Kane Shepard's there. Kenny oh, yeah. um, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Kenny Athiu. A-T-H-I-U. Oh, Sydney's Kenny fellow, I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Yeah, 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 yeah rapid yeah. as. Yeah. Um, and Pierce Clark's there. That name rings a bell. Uh, Lesiotis is there as well. Lesiotis, yeah. Melbourne City midfielder. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, they have a yeah, Heidelberg have this team that always seems to do well. But so if I was to take four, I'd take Heidelberg. Yep. This isn't in order, by the way. This is just four out of what's remaining. Like Joe says, Adelaide would be a good fit. I just don't know what the go is there. Because it was yeah. a joint is it 
it came out that there was a joint bid or a joint idea, but I don't know yeah. if it went in as a joint bid. Yeah, I don't I don't even think Adelaide City were part of the joint bid. I think it was a couple other clubs. Yeah, right. South Australia. And it was backed by Football South Australia. Yeah. So I don't know if they would have been playing under Football South Australia. And it just wouldn't have it's not yeah. what it's meant to achieve, I don't think. Um, but accounting for the fact Adelaide City aren't in the official running, uh, I would take <clears throat> Oh, who would I take? Hmm. hmm. South Hobart. That's yeah. first one. That's South Hobart, Melbourne Knights. No disputing. No. Because Hobart only have what? They only have one professional team. Would it be in sports across Australia? And that would be the cricket. No, they've got T20. they've got an NBL team as well. Jack Jumpers. Oh, true. You know whose um, nephew plays for him? Floyd Mayweather's. Really? I'm pretty oh. sure it's his nephew. Yeah. <laughs> How tall is he? He's not as short as Floyd. Nah, he's, he's a bit bigger. But <laughs> yeah. I think he's only like a point guard. But maybe yeah. his name's Jamal or something. Anyway, I digress. Um, so we got. Hobart, who only have two professional teams across the board in smallest. They're also they're getting an AFL team in twenty twenty eight. Yeah, but that's a long time away. Yeah, and if you, I mean, you get in their first movers advantage. Yeah, NRL first. will never touch down there. Union <laughs> will never touch. Union's dying. So take four. I take South Hobart, Melbourne Knights immediately. I then take Gold Coast. Yep. The remaining spots. Uh, you've got Rockdale, but there's so many Sydney teams, especially in that area. Caroline Springs George Cross, I don't know anything about if I'm to be completely honest. And then you've got Sunshine Coast and Heidelberg. I take Heidelberg. Yeah. However, if someone the problem is you don't want to put Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast in there with Brisbane already existing. Yeah. Because then I feel like Queensland may have a limited amount of football fans. It's very rugby league heavy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it'll be in the rugby league season as well. Yes. That's when oh, yeah, for those listening, National Second Division won't run adjacent to the A-League. It will run different to it. Yeah, NPL Which season. Which is why it will be so special because yeah. everyone in the winter will be there. Yeah. There's something about winter football. Yeah, it's just better. I was cooking That's on the, the weekend. That's how plays. Yeah. Like everywhere across the world, <laughs> fucking winter is when you play it because so many more people are at home. Yeah. And there's just something about like, like people aren't going to like, Party, they're just going to like watch the football, yeah, stay warm, yeah, get put a hoodie on, get your best mates, go have a beer, and just watch the football. So, I feel like, I feel like they're good shouts. Adelaide City missed out. I, it, I don't think it'll ever happen in my lifetime, but I hope it does as a Hobart team. I'd love to see that happen, yeah. You can only imagine the amount of untapped talent they have out there if yeah. given the resources purely yeah. based on genetic build and pace and strength. And then you've got that. I remember last time I mentioned the Hobart team as well, the idea yeah. of uh. That builds a bridge for Pacific Islander players as well. Yeah. I think you, you're saying Hobart. You mean Darwin? Darwin. Fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a big bridge. Yeah, yeah, Darwin. Yeah, yeah. Darwin, Darwin. That's what I meant. A yeah. Darwin team would be cool. Um, and then uh, Perth doesn't really have the resources for anymore because Glory is already on its knees. Yeah. The only Perth team that I think probably goes. Red Star? Or- yeah. yeah. They've got a pretty stacked... Yeah, well, I just think yeah, I think Perth should just partner with as many of the NPL clubs there as they can because yeah. I don't. It's just the cost is just beyond anything. If you inter- introduce a Perth team, it's not just that team is going to be paying more. It's, it's across the board. So yeah, if WA can figure out a way to get behind Perth as much as possible, yeah, and to promote NPL talent through there, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome because they're so far. They're, like that's the thing about Australia as well. Just so fucking separated. Yeah. Not like England where you have teams just. Yeah, there's so many more challenges with it. Yeah. Like um, yeah. But look, that's the that's 
the national second division summed up. Really good start. I was with the NPL starting in a few weeks. Is there some players that you wanted to mention to look out for? Um, yeah, I'd say if you're NPL New South Wales, I'd say I'm pretty. I'm 99% sure he's playing for him. But James Timokovsky with Marconi, if he's signed, I, I don't think I've seen anything official. But he's been training with him in preseason. He's come from Football South Australia NPL, and he absolutely killed it. Not only in the NPL, but also the Australia Cup. I think he ended up with about 27 goals in 19 games. It's insane. Yeah, and some freaky finishes in there as well. I think there's a couple of bicycle kicks, volleys outside the box. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'd say keep an eye on. But just the whole competition in general, I think there's been a lot of investment across the board with the NSD on the horizon. Yeah. But um, And Alec Urusevsky, who won the Golden Boot Player of the Year last year, he's still at Rocktail again. Keep an eye on him and in particular see who he's going to sign for it in the NSD because he's he's not going to be in the NPL once it kicks off. He'll sign for a club in the second division. Yeah. More than capable of playing. Yeah. He'd be pushing an A-league team, if I'm being honest. Watched him a fair bit last season. He's very, very good quality. There'll be some players that will be A-league quality in the national second division. Yeah. But they'll want to be there purely for like the club Family reasons, yeah. Uh, less travel, maybe. Yep. Less commitment. I don't know. I just feel like they'll be because when you watch the championship, remember like Grealish played the championship. Yeah, these guys. Uh, who was the Donny at Leeds? Pablo Hernandez. Yeah. He was like a top eight Premier League club player, and he was in the championship. Yeah. There's like a few every year. Even like the current Leicester squad has like a bunch of players you could be oh, in yeah. like Europe. Yeah. Um. So I feel like the national second division is going to be good for that. Yeah, and there's there, like there's a. Fair bit of dead weight around the A-League right now as well, if we're being honest. Yeah. Like players who they're just sitting on the bench week in, week out. Get them in the NSD. Get them some game time yeah, and see what happens. Especially kids. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see what they end up doing with like loaning players out and stuff because they'd be dumb. Because if they're going to keep playing their academy guys in the NPL when there's yeah. a next level there for them to go up and play in, then I think it's... The thing that's exciting about loans for the NSD clubs is you can pay like half wages. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you have a kid who could tear it up and you're only paying yeah, a few hundred bucks a week or like what's the minimum contract in the A-League? 85 grand? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, what you'd be paying, if you're paying half the contract, you're paying like what, just over, oh, you're paying like 700 a week maybe, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be insane if you have a player playing well. Um, Joe and I also went to your night round. Shout out to all the boys who started chanting Redbacks. Uh, <laughs> to anyone who came up to me outside or at the venue, um, for either Hellos or Sporting Club Hellos content. That was lovely. Thank you so much. Made my night. Um, especially the boys with Channing Redbacks. So funny. Did you I, see saw, I saw them earlier in the game. and I was like, what are all these kids doing? Like, they all had the different jerseys yeah. on. And I was like, what are they doing? And then I see their chant at someone and I see this jersey. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so funny. They didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah. I just saw a bunch of random kids who got given a microphone. They didn't go for Western United. They were from Northern Beaches. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Western United somehow got 10 like... 16 to 18 year olds to come up. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see them when the um, there was a guy in like a blue velvet suit there as well? Oh, I don't oh, know. It like a fucking GTA lobby. There was like a guy in a blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a mix. There was a big, uh, there was a Wanderers fan chanting Western United for him. I was like, oh God. <laughs> um, but yeah, we went to United round. First game, MacArthur Western. It sucks because those two clubs. MacArthur's doing all right. They actually had a bit more fans than I thought down the other end. Yeah, it was an okay. I think it got 3.5K there in the end. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I 
Fuck. Just wait till I tell you how much there was overall. <laughs> it's only 45, isn't it? I think it was 47, which is less than an average of 4,000 across the 12 games. That's insane. Yeah. It was, it was the lowest. I think it might have been the lowest Wanderers. Or well, technically, it was an away game for the Wanderers, yeah. which is stupid in its own right. But there was 7,000 people there, I think, for that. Yeah. Which is, I think that's our lowest crowd since COVID. And that's I don't, I don't put that down to the fans. I put that down to the event organisers for this because I yeah. think it was it's bad. It was um yeah, it was a shit show. If I'm being honest, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, United round was on. Uh, we both went. First game was really good for, in terms of footballing. Oh yeah, you had Macarthur versus Weston. Yeah, uh, the two South Central Americans, I should say. Uh, Uli Devia from Mexico and Daniel Pena, Brazilian, just put on a show. Blacks and Redbacks. Yeah, trying to teach Daniel Pena uh, English is so funny. I was, you <laughs> check the TikTok if you haven't. Um, and yeah, that was so, bro, that was so funny. Oh, Kept saying fuck and there's like kids next to me. He <laughs> yeah. just couldn't help it. He was so frustrated. Um, but yeah, that game was three all. I was saying it like, so my mate Jack came and Jack's like minimal knowledge about football. The yeah. most impressive thing about Jack with football is he knows who Crystal Palace is to paint a picture. Okay. But with Jack, I was like sitting next to him and I was explaining like, when you watch football, um, how do you, how do I put it? We're watching the lines of the. De- I was showing him like the defensive line. I was going like, he, like they're going to try an offside trap here. Are they going to do this? And just trying to explain like how like watching a basic defense. But then I was explaining to him, like those two guys make it like so hard. Mm-hmm. And then like two minutes later, uh, Daniel Pena does like a, a in like the most crowded environment, <clears throat> just flicks the ball over the top. Yeah, I think is it Lockie Wales misses it. Oh, I Probably. can't remember, yeah. But <laughs> shout out to him. But, um, but yeah, like Jack was like, oh, fuck. And then he watched them just do their own thing and he was wildly impressed. That was a really good game, very small attendance. Uh, and then the second game came on, Melbourne City Wanderers. Yeah. And hmm, hmm, Melbourne City, man. Oh. VAR is interesting. Yeah, in terms of that last one. The, the first one and the last one. Because yeah. the first one's deemed a handball. Saying to the boys, VAR should be in football. I'm happy to have this like so ridiculed. Football's not meant to be perfect. Nah. nah. The referee, if he's corrupt, he's corrupt. Fuck it. Hey, is what it is. People are corrupt. <laughs> Welcome to the world. But second point, it's not meant to be perfect. That's why we love it. That's why we ha- we have loved it. Yeah. The continue like freezing a frame in milliseconds on something that's happening like at <laughs> Gun space. Yeah, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say speed of light. But yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like happening at the fastest pace possible on a football pitch at the professional level and then you're doing freeze frames for it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you'd, I'd rather just every week just deal with the fact that like a human has made a fucking error. I deal with that fact every single morning. Like yeah, every day I'm at work, someone fucks up something. It is what it is. Yeah. Same goes with VAR, but it just ruins the game. And uh, like the worst feeling is because I hadn't been to – an A-League game in a hot minute. Yep. I've been at NPL games and stuff like that. Um, is like when a goal scored, you wait. Oh, yeah. That's got to – like that's the fucking – oh, that's yuck. <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> and then when Melbourne City had the handball, that's a handball in my opinion. The one at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, so too. Um, I was like, oh, shit. Please. Yeah, I have no um, quails. Saying, I, that, I probably used that word wrong. I have no <laughs> issues with that being ruled a handball. If yeah. the ref – Right there and then goes, yeah, handball, whatever, is what it is. Put your hand behind your back. 
But the VAR and then like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. It just is such a shit show. And then you have Melbourne City players complaining. I tell you what, that rubs me wrong, eh? <laughs> City football group. Pe- people from City football group complaining about football. I don't know what it is. It just pisses me off royally, eh? Shouldn't. It shouldn't. It should be all fair and just. But yeah. Um, no, it was a good game. In terms yeah. of like the actual football, one to watch out for was Bonnie Teague. Yeah. Is yeah. that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Bonnie Teague, uh, left centre back, young. Yeah. Wanderers. I love him in, um, he's really good in possession, I think. Very comfortable. Yeah. Very comfortable. Yeah, he, he's, he's like the central one. Marcelo drifts off to the right, hits yeah. the long balls, but they give it to him to play through the middle. Yeah, I, I rate him highly yeah. as well. Yeah, if you want to watch out, I, I think probably nothing against Kai Rouse. I think he probably can take his position if he. Yeah, and then, if not yeah. for Sakati, yeah, who we'll talk about. He was he was someone we forgot in the podcast that got deleted. Oh, really? When we were talking about the Asian. oh yeah, the squad. Yeah, because yeah, we I knew there was someone in the defenders that we missed, and I couldn't pinpoint it in my head until after. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the crowd was oh, it was bad. Oh, yeah, and I like I you know what I found worse was the fact that this is meant to be a marquee round. And outside the stadium, there was just nothing. There, was, there wasn't even any signs for the game. Jimmy Jam and I spoke about that the next day. What are they called? Activisions or whatever? Yeah, fan activations. Yeah, There was activations, nothing. Yeah. There was more when you go to a Wanderers game. I don't know because we came in before the Wanderers game. I don't yeah. know if they had it set up. But it would have been an away game, so it wouldn't have been. Um, there was one truck selling Wanderers merchandise. It wasn't selling merchandise of Western United or the other teams playing there on the day. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, what are you – what are they doing? And like, it's just you drive past and like you see people walking in, but you don't know what's Unite Round or anything. Yeah. Um, but that continued for the whole of Unite Round everywhere I went. Yeah, you went to the other. Oh yeah, I went. I went to a lot of football on the weekend. Yeah. So I went to Unite Round Friday, Greek Cup, then into Unite Round Saturday night, and then two more games on Sunday. Um, the last two days were at Allianz. They had a bit more there than Combank, but even outside the stadium, again, no fan activations at all. Because again, Sydney FC playing as the away team, which is purely money-driven decision, not letting members in for free, making them pay for a ticket. Yeah. I just, when I look at the weekend as a whole, it just it makes me angry because you, like obviously this, just a caveat for anyone who doesn't know, this, this whole event has only come about because of the previous grand final deal with Sydney, which got major fan backlash. Ended with Tom Glover getting hit in the head with a bucket and just, just kept a clean sheet against Chelsea. Shout out to Tom did. Glover. Good on you, brother. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what, a, what a glow up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so just pure shit decision led to them ultimately changing it about two rounds into the season this year, getting rid of the grand final deal in favour of Unite Round. Now, oh, to add, the yeah. fucker that made all these deals fucked off to Saudi, did he not? Yeah, Danny Townsend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand yeah. him, mate. I can't stand him. Made all these decisions for his financial gain. They fucked up. He reversed them. He fucked up on so many things <laughs> while he was here. And then he, um, yeah, fucked off to Saudi. Yeah. yeah. Bastard. And then, like, and then you think about it. So what they, what they decided to do, because they still had a contract with New South Wales government to host some kind of event in New South Wales for the next three or the next two seasons following that. So they changed it to Unite Round and then they've put on this event where they haven't, they've put in minimal effort, minimal marketing, advertising, no fan activations. 
and I, I don't think they're looking at this as they're going to do it in the future. I think they're just trying to see out the contract and then go from there. Because you, I genuinely can't believe they put up what they did this weekend if they're looking to get investment from other governments in the future. Yeah, I agree. it doesn't, like, what were they trying to achieve by it? Because they didn't, like, you're trying to just make money from getting the home teams to play as away teams. Yeah. And I like, think yeah. all memberships should have had a discounted... Discount or even just free, like, yeah, because if you're trying to make it something that you want to do every year, which I don't think they should because I don't like the concept and I don't think it works in football, yeah, um, just get people in there. Because the thing with the A League is if when the stadiums are empty, it just doesn't feel important, and that's yeah. just something that I always find that's why I hate playing in big stadiums. Um, yeah, no, I just like the, the online discourse about it was that. It's a lot better than the grand final decision. I hope they improve this and this in the future, but I just... Oh, it was ass. Yeah. Like, it, if we're being honest... Like one fucking video and it was rained by H&AJ Tracy as the fucking... Yeah, someone got a TikTok kid to edit it. And yeah. Put it like <laughs> I a... mean, it was pretty pretty good. I like it, but no. they put it out the day before. Like, they didn't put it on TV or anything. Yeah. Like... There was no signs or billboards anywhere in public. No. Nah. Nothing. It was shocking. It was one of the worst... Marketed events and the whole idea. I said this to you. I'm pretty sure Magic Round the Rugby League, such a wild success. Yeah, sells itself every year because they did the first year properly. Yeah, say what you want about him. Peter Valandis knows how to fucking he knows how to run a sport. Knows how to change a game for the better. He nailed Magic Round, and then Magic Round sells itself every year after the Unite Round. Basically, did the opposite of making it the most impossible thing to sell for the A-League next year. Oh, yeah. And even when they want to go for more investment from governments in the future, yeah. where they're going to take them a bloody photo of 3,000 yeah, MacArthur fans. Yeah. <laughs> that Great Carroll Cup, man, that, that was an actual – like there was only 2,000 people there, but when a stadium seating-wise only fits like 4,000, whatever it is, or yeah. like um, oh, it would have been less, like 3,500. Yeah. And put them all in the one section. They they close off other areas, so everyone's yeah. in there together. Yeah, get a it bit more feels atmosphere. important. And that yeah. was a fucking that was a friendly between the same nationalities as well. So there was no like no pretty sure, there. I th- I'm pretty sure we only saw like one like um one instance where the players um had like an issue. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, the big striker come on for Olympic got hit, <laughs> and he fuck he did not take well today. I loved it. <laughs> it was good stuff. I was waiting for it all game. Yeah. Um, but while this was all happening on Saturday. Uh, Asian Cup kicked off. The boys were watching it in the car on the way home. I didn't watch it uh, from all reports. Pretty. Yeah. Actually, just quickly, you know how we were going to go to the live site? Yeah. It didn't happen. What do you mean? <laughs> we... <laughs> so, right. Saturday night, Allianz Stadium, I was there. The game, who was even playing? Sydney FC versus Adelaide United. That was probably the most attended game of the game of the round. Yeah. <clears throat> was meant to back up straight into a live site for the Socceroos in the entertainment quarter, which is about a 500-metre walk from the stadium. End of the game, it started raining, but people still wanted to go. I went over there with about probably 200 other people, like not many. We get to the entertainment quarter and um, they've got the big bash on the TV, um, some random soap opera show, and then we're there, kickoffs, kickoffs happened. They haven't changed the TV or anything. The guy from the entertainment quarter comes out and says, oh, sorry, we can't change the channel. Um, but the pub down the road showing the game. So everyone went down to the pub and watched it in there. I said, stuff that, I'm going home because it's just another thing that pissed me off on the weekend about Unite Round. Yeah. 
And then halfway through the game, the A-League put a tweet out. They said that the technical room at the entertainment quarter was flooded and they weren't able to go in and change the channels. <laughs> they didn't let anyone know that it's not there or anything. So people probably rocked up after kickoff. Yeah. Expecting to watch and didn't know what was going on. What so, a shit show, man. Yeah. So uh, like a lot of people are positive about the event because there, there was positive, I guess, got to meet people and people I've only ever known online before, got to meet, make new friends and that. But for yeah. me, that's like 2% positive, 98% negative in terms of Unite round. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. The Asian Cup. Uh, first game, India. That left wing is rapid. I did watch the highlights. Scott, he was good. That left wing is good. Um, yeah. Left winger was good. The Sergio Ramos centre back was good. That guy with the bun. Oh, is he the one who got cut open and had the, yeah. Yeah, the blue tape? Yeah. It, was, it was on theme though at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sonal Chetri played, which was cool. He's yeah. a goat. Um, I reckon Arnie's got it so wrong. Where Our squad is not suited to an Asian cup. Martin Boyle and Mitch Duke are not fucking it, man. <laughs> Don't you reckon? I, oh, oh, my more problems with the midfield, to be honest, because we're just we're just going. It's just like a U. We go down the wing, cross it in. Doesn't work. We'll just recycle out the back, cross it in. Yeah. We're not we're not even trying to play through the middle. They're sitting in a low. Is that block. the midfield's problem or is it Graham Arnold's problem? We don't have we well he didn't pick Alex Robertson or whatever happened with Alex Robertson we don't oh cover that cover that yeah Alex Robertson yeah we spoke about last time but yeah so um, Alex Robertson wasn't selected to play in this in the team and there was a lot of questions asked about it Arnie came out and said it was due to wanting to save him for the under twenty three Asian Cup later in the year which is determines if we qualify for the Olympics or not he didn't want to take him from for this camp now during the Asian Cup, also later in the season for the next camp as well. Um, but in the meantime, since then, since not being selected, Alex Robertson has went on in his Instagram and deleted all Socceroo-related photos, including stuff from his debut, debut match, which blew up massively online. Personally, I don't read too much into that because I know, players might have certain deals with kids people or whatever i'm not sure but um yeah so that's why come out that he hasn't been selected so and he's he would have been the creative presence i think for us in midfield to help break down low blocks but now we don't really have that and since he's been back at portsmouth he pulled a hamstring and like really bad he's out for the season now yeah yeah Oh, that's a masterclass. Masterclass from the Socceroos and yeah. Arnie. Well done, Arnie. And then Garan Qualls at home. Garan <coughs> Qual, Nestor, you know, Kunda. Played on the weekend. That was sad. Like, this yeah. kid should be on our right-hand side against yeah. India. He's got the best right peg I've ever seen. Yeah. Someone that age. It's ridiculous, eh? Hey? Yeah. It's a rocket. He's, he's a concern to lose as well to um, Burundi. Yeah, well, he had the Burundi flag up there at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> but... The uh, I like you could go be a hero for that country, but I don't think he will. I think I don't know, man. You look at Aubameyang; he took Gabon. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Like instead of was it France? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, if he if he chooses like Drogba, to do that, Drogba took at the time Ivory Coast. Yeah, it's a pretty insane pick to take. Yeah, that's true. Look, I if he if he were to do that, I. 
I would hate it. Like I, from a selfish standpoint, yeah. I would not like it. But you think how much that means a, to him? Yeah, him and uh, Burundi as well. Yeah, a player on the books of Bayern Munich choosing you. Like he'd become a national hero. Probably go for president in the future or something. Yeah, yeah, like Jogba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then so Sati got left at home as well. Yeah, which sucks. And that Arnie gave the same reasons for Robertson with that as well, all to do with the under twenty three cup. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about the Asian Cup. Hey, I don't know. That first game was wildly concerning. Oh, yeah. When I watched it back, I was like, "This is bad." Yeah, I liked when McGree came on though. Yeah, he's got a bit of creativity about him. Yeah, and Jordy Boss too. I just, pref- I just, we started Beige over Jordy Boss, and I think Jordy Boss could never feel day in Asia. Playing against these teams because he's also pretty. He's he's a big unit, but he's pretty creative and good on his feet. Can play him at left back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, higher up. No. Well, look. It depends what we want to do, but Craig Goodwin's not going to drop if we're just going to keep crossing the ball because he's the best we've got in terms of that. I don't know, man. The other morning, what was it? Like four (laughs) corners were misdelivered to start the game. Then Martin Boyle got put on them. Yeah, on set pieces. I don't know if he got put on corners. I was listening, so I'm. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but um. Yeah, look, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too... Yeah. Nah, did you watch any of Japan versus Vietnam? Haven't got to any other games yet. Yeah. Well, Vietnam winning 2-1 at one point. Shout out my Vietnamese brothers. i got a kid yeah. at home. <laughs> i got it over there. It's mad, eh? Yeah. We, bro, we're in Vietnam. We're in Hanoi. And they have this big market. Yeah. And they have every football... They have like Al Nassi's shares into Miami and then all of Europe. Like even yeah. like other MLS teams, like so many different kits. No Fiorentina kits. Fuck it. Get them in there. Anyway... I was, uh, we are walking through and then I said to Matt and Tom, who I was with, I was like, oi, like um, this store, they had mad jerseys, but they had front facing, they had Hanoi, um, they had Hanoi's home and away yeah. and then they had the Vietnam, Vietnamese jersey yeah. and then they were like, oh, like, do you want Messi, do you want Ronaldo? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, like we want Hanoi and bro, they, they, it was like the happiest like <laughs> could have made them a, like, yeah, oh, we have, and then bro, they like freaked out. They're like, oh, we have 4XL. They're like, <laughs> been waiting for their day. Eh? They had one 4XL waiting for someone. Yeah. I took it. It's like this purple and yellow kit. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then the home one, I think's red and white. And then the Vietnamese kit's just red, like yeah. the red. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We've got like those kits at home. It's <laughs> mad. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, so they're winning 2-1. Yeah. So Vietnam were up 2-1 and then Japan came back 1-4-2 in the end. Yeah. But the reason Japan are conceding is because they're actually they're committing to their play style. Like Japan are a team who, in the World Cup, played on the counter against Japan and Germany, and ended Spain, up. Spain. Oh, sorry, yeah, um, yeah Spain, and um, ended up topping the group because they're a team who's able, unlike Australia, to play when we've got the ball and when we're playing on the counter. We we're just playing on the counter, like we're yeah. not, and you can't do that in Asia because you're playing up against a low block every game, apart from Japan, Korea, and Saudi probably. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I just, the thing that helps us in Asia against teams that we're better than is we know how to deal with counterattacks because we are yeah. counterattacks. It's in built Aussie DNA. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we know how to counter what yeah. we've always practiced. But, yeah, um, yeah the, the Japanese style is crazy because the women commit to it as well. We saw that, that was, at the Women's yeah. World Cup. They beat the champs 4-0 in the group yeah, stage. That was insane. Eh? Yeah. I was watching that live. That was insane. <laughs> yeah. Asian Cup predictions, who you got? Oh, it's hard to go past Japan. But I'm repping Korea on the jersey, who got the best player, Hyun Min Son, best centre-back, Kim Min Jae. Yeah. And then 
the PSG. Lee Kanjin as well from PSG. Yeah, the 10. Wangy Chan. They got a good squad. They probably got the like if you were to build an eleven of plays, they probably got the most in there out of the squad. Yeah. But in terms of overall squad, I'd say Japan are the best. So I'm gonna put Japan up there to win it. I reckon Iran a smoky. They had a good yeah. start this morning. You know who's playing DM for him? Godos, the Brentford. Oh yeah. Winger. Yeah. Oh the wing. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sammy yeah right. Godos or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. And then they had like Taremi, Jahan Bakash. Yeah. They had like, yeah, this like plethora of players we all know. I didn't realise how stacked they were. Yeah. So I reckon Iran could be a get a shout. Yeah. Saudi, I don't count for much. Yeah. I think where it looks like Australia's probably going to end up playing him in the quarters if things go the way you expect. And I'd back us in that. Saudis. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. I don't like him, eh? No. Being a Wanderers fan. Yeah. And now dealing with Al Hilal, Nasir Al Shamrami, the spit, I just don't like him. No. I just don't like him at all. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Who did we say for our Smokies? Because we covered it in the love pot last I, week. I chucked in Uzbekistan. But you know what? I'm interviewing Shaq TV tomorrow. He's born in Uzbekistan. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You should ask him about it if he, yeah. I'm sure he follows it. But Do you know Shamamanov? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, Shamamanov. Yeah, the striker yeah. from Roma. Um, yeah, he didn't end up going though. So, yeah. Yeah. Which, but they're still, yeah. Um, we talked about last or the last pod, but um, they've been really dominant in the youth tournaments. They won the under-20 Asian Cup and then they also reached the semis of the under-23 Asian Cup last time yeah. around. And they'll probably be up there for favourites to win the under-23 Asian Cup coming up this year as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think for my Smokey, I'm looking at it now, I'm going to chuck out Thailand. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Bro, they got this guy. I forget his name. I, and I don't want to pronounce it, but he's just Donnie, bro. Like proper plays in Korea instead of Thailand. Yeah. It's like the star over there. Like he's on the sides of buses and everything. Oh, yeah. And he is a freak. He is like very good footballer. And um, yeah, he's their attacking midfielder slash striker wherever yeah. they need him. Yeah. So I'm very hopeful for Japan. Yeah. But um, yeah, back, back to the like, the A-League, the, other, the Unite round thing. <laughs> I can't get over it. I was having a rant the other night. On my phone. I didn't post it. It's in my drafts. Yeah, you should post it. I was thinking about it, but you can hear the RBB in the background. Oh, yeah. They, you know how they go quiet? And I was like, oh, yeah, good time to film. And I was ranting. And then they do the sudden outburst. And, rah, yeah. rah, rah. Oh, fuck, shut up. <laughs> um, just like the marketing. Yeah, so, yeah. No fan activations. Yep. There was no – so when we say that, like the little five-a-side games outside or where kids kick a ball into like top corner or whatever, whatever that may be um, – one Ford Ranger that just had a fucking trailer on it full of Wanderers merch. That was it. Yeah. No other clubs were selling merchandise, which is astounding. Everyone had to pay. No members were rewarded any. I think they might have got, I, I actually think it was 10%. So, oh, yeah, big savings. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, no player interactions. Like, so players who played the first game, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, get them Once they got, like, yeah. got in the showers, got changed, whatever, come out. In the in second half of the second game, yeah, um, there was no marketing, and the marketing that was done was fucking a, 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 a fucking TikTok edit that had "Rain" by H and AJ Tracy. They're not even Australian musicians. Like that, that's the first, that's the minimal of the fucking <laughs> problems. But it's still an issue. Um, no promotion, no physical promotion, no billboards, no nothing, no photo shoots that I saw. I'm a football advocate, and I only knew. Because you mentioned it like a few months back. Yeah, true. Tickets were thirty dollars. Yeah, which was I reckon over overpriced. 
The A-League, unlike the NRL, the NRL with Magic Round will up prices purely due to the fact they can sell it. Yeah. It's a concept that works well. With demand. Yeah, demand. And in a league that's performing well. You try to do it in the A-League, a league that's struggling. Yeah. Like the writing should have been there on the wall. Like Yeah. Tickets should have been $10 max. And you pump the stadiums. Yep. And that way, instead of selling a stadium at one-fifth of a capacity, you sell out most of a stadium, even though it's a third of the price, still making more money on top of whatever you generate this for the stadium, blah, 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 blah. Whatever you generate in merchandise, et cetera. The, The kids, this is the thing that fucking infuriates me. Like I had kids coming up to me, recognize me from the TikTok, right? Those kids- Largely make decisions on what they play due to the interactions they have with the professional level. Yeah. Obviously your father or like a male role model or role models in your life will have a big influence on what you play as well. But um, kids, if they get to meet players, if they get to feel like they're involved, if they get to feel like they're a part of the game, will generally play that game. Yeah. Who knows what you uncover talent-wise from there. Not even that. You get a lifelong fans. Those kids, man, they just went and went home by like the first half of the second game. It was just ass. It was so it was so fucking bad, man. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. And then someone I saw someone say, Oh, there's ten thousand at the Wanderers game. I literally said, get like to my phone. I was like, get fucked. <laughs> it was fucking no lucky idea. if there's five thousand here. I reckon they inflated the numbers, man. Oh yeah, there's um, a lot of accusations <laughs> about that normally, but on the weekend, I, yeah. That yeah. Wanderers game said it earlier, but easily the worst attended Wanderers game last yeah. three. Four seasons. Yeah. The week before we played Mariners at home and we got close to 12,000. Like, and we're, this is the big marquee event, big weekend that you want to promote and you get close to half of that. Yeah. Crazy, eh? It's a bird, I think. It's a loud bird. <laughs> what does that look like a pterodactyl? Sorry for that. There's a bird outside. It sounds like a dinosaur is about to barge through the building. Um, yeah, A-League, Australian football, look, it's on its ass a bit, but there are some positives to it. The production of players at the moment is pretty insane. Yeah. We're in like a golden generation without whether anyone wants to recognise it, I reckon. Yeah, even like I'll say this about the A-League, the, the problems aren't on the pitch, I would say. Like, there is some good talents, freaking good goals on the I would agree, well. I would agree. The Like the product of West United MacArthur wasn't horrible. Yeah, no, and I mean Uli de Villa and Daniel Pena, Carried a lot of that, yeah. their individual brilliance. But it's not – the thing is, like, a lot of people don't watch the A-League. The reason they'll say it is because of the quality. It's not because of that. I'm telling you, it's because you, you don't get exposed to it yeah. enough to realise that it's not about the quality. You just kind of have that assumption because you're not hearing about it. You're not seeing it. You're not seeing it promoted anywhere. You yeah. don't see it on the news or anything. But if you – like – and the thing is then you go to games and there's not enough people there that build that spectacle, that atmosphere, yeah. which takes the performance on the field – it just elevates it. Like you go watch games in England, Anfield, Old Trafford, wherever, the game might be crap. Like it might end up building nil all, but you still had an experience there. And you're like the mentality of watching that game, it'll get lifted for you. You'll think it's a lot better than what it actually was at the end of the day. Yeah. I always think that about Fiorentina when I go watch them. Yeah. It's very likely we'll lose 4-0 at home. Yeah. But that, that Fiorentino home end where it's just flares and flags. Yeah. It's worth it. So worth, I'd watch us lose. No, I'm not going to say. I was going to say some <laughs> stupid score on our head. <laughs> Touch wood, I'd watch us lose four 0 But like, if we winning, but like, yeah, the atmosphere over there doesn't change if you win or lose. That's a cool thing. Yeah. But um, I just yeah, 
I don't know, man. I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do. I do feel like you say when people are there, it feels like people care more. Yeah. I feel like that's an aspect that NSD is gonna have. Yeah. Yeah. People care. Yeah. People have those those that you know what it was? It was so subtle, those fucking old jerseys. Adds that touch of something yeah. the A League does not have that by history. default of mm. what it is. But like that history and a connection to something. To something, whether you are fucking, whether you're from Nairobi, whether you're from Dallas in America, whether you're from fucking Uruguay, whether you're from Portugal, there's some, you can recognize there's a connection to a culture. Yeah, that's what makes it very special. Whether you, like I'm Italian and we were at the like yourself, you're not particularly nah, no, yeah, I'm white boy, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're from fucking Orange, shout out Orange, um, but yeah, like uh, it's just. As an Italian at the full Greek game, I can I still liked being there. Yeah, and that was um that was probably the biggest problem with the NSL was the fact that it wasn't back then. Australia's very different country now yeah. to what it was then. It was a lot more nationalistic. This is my team. Hate that team because of their. Yeah, we also forget in the nineties you had the Yugoslav War on. Yeah, it was amplified everything between a lot of the Slavic countries. Not yeah. to mention Italian, like other nations don't get along. But yeah. I feel like nowadays, I feel like also the clubs and the fans recognise there needs to be fans that aren't from the nationality that the club yeah. stems from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that that um the whole that not having that belief was kind of what led to the A League. The fact that they wanted to go in that direction, get rid of the national ties altogether. But now, I think. Australia's evolved. People have evolved. They, I'm more than happy to support a Greek team. Like far out after the week, and I'd be more than happy going back to Sydney Olympic every week. Yeah. Like Marconi, even Sydney United, who are very, you know, very much a still very strong Croatian club, who yeah. are very proud. I don't. It it doesn't pose as big of an issue now as it would have in the past. I think something I realised when I was watching yourself. Jimmy Jam, who's Palestinian, and Harry, who's no Nacho, yeah, similar to yourself, yeah. Just, British somewhere down the line, um, that you guys would all go to games to watch the spectacle rather than to support a specific team. You may yeah. pick up a team along the way due to a unique experience with yeah. that club, yep. but there'll be a lot of people with the National Second Division that will go to watch and appreciate the culture of that club. Yeah. And just and they'll go to different games. That's something that the A-League doesn't have at all either. Yeah. Also, just quickly, if anyone is wanting to do that, this weekend, they've got uh, – it's called the Friendship Cup between Melbourne Knights and – They had to call it the Friendship <laughs> Cup after the fucking Australia Cup final. Yeah, yeah so Sydney United versus Melbourne Knights this Saturday, 7 p.m. at Denzer Park if you want to experience like the Greek Cup on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to go, but I can't. Dude, Chavapis would be fucking yeah. epic. I love Chavapis. I um Because I went there during behind the B League and um they gave me a stale bun. And I gave him a dodgy review on the Chibapi roll. Yeah. I went there later for an Australia Cup game and the guy from the canteen recognised me. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, wait up, let me test the bun <laughs> before he gave it to me. I was like, ah, nice. Yeah, personal experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean about like, yeah, the, the fans are going to have a much more personalised experience. Yeah. Everyone wants to feel seen and heard. That's what I feel like yeah. NSD will do. But yeah, man, the Unite round was a fucking failure. Oh God, it was bad. I think it's it's kind of not – yeah, because of the grand final thing, I don't think people are realising just how bad it was. Because they're saying like this was – the grand final deal was this bad. Uh, you know, it wasn't that bad, but yeah. it's still bad. bad like, yeah. 
Yeah. I had people message us, uh, well, message me off the back of like the content you and I posted from the Greek Herald Cup and that we still got to post. Yeah. Be like, this is the best content of football I got from Australia this weekend. Yeah, which is crazy, isn't it? It's fascinating, isn't That's it? That's the other thing about it. The A-League didn't like, – I mean, I'm not asking them to reach out to me or anything, but they're not going to reach out to like people like us. Yeah. But Sydney Olympic did. Yeah. And <laughs> they get that Plenty exposure. More. Yeah. Joe and I, if you're from Melbourne, I'm going down. You know what? I'm down there on February the 24th. Yeah. F- to film someone's MMA fight out of all things. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it's cool, <laughs> eh? Um, but shout out Rama. But if anyone on the Feb 25th, is around or the 20th? Nah, not 23rd. I can't. I got to film. On the 25th, I might go watch a game. Yeah, nice. See what's happening. Yeah. And then I'll, just fly home late. Yeah. I would say I'm coming, but I've actually, I'm actually doing something cool that weekend as well. I'm going to, my, my mate's becoming a pilot. And yeah. part of that, you have to get hours up. And you have to go fly with him. Yeah. We're flying to go watch Wanderers versus Adelaide in Adelaide. That's mad. Yeah, so I'm going to vlog it and film that as well. That would be so sick. Yeah. What are you in? Like one of those small... Yeah, it's like one of the small ones. I've never been in one before, yeah. so I'm a bit <laughs> shit and bricks, but... How long is it meant to take? Like three or four hours? Yeah, we've got to have stops along the way. So it must be a small plane. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be good fun. And it's all on his hex as well, so we don't have to worry about paying for it or anything. So You know what? You might go viral off that. That is, I, if, you, you know, like you Mr. B says, I bought a private jet to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just oh. with this dodgy old plane. This, you should say, like, we missed out on the plane for our um, away game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we missed out on the Qantas flight. So we hired this. Yeah, yeah. So we hired this and took it. <laughs> and we got a flight ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be good, man. That's how I would do it. Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously, people reach out. Like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> But I wanted to cover something else as well, some news that came out last week, which is very relatively fresh with the Olympics coming up. Sam Kerr did an ACL. It's insane, hey? It's big. It's bad. It's, um, yeah, no. Look, where we go from there, I think we'd still, you'd still be hoping to get a medal even without her, but it's a huge loss. And I, in terms of filling her actual role, I think, who, what did we do in the World Cup again? It was... Fowler pushed up alongside Ford and Rasso. Is that what we did? Van mm, Eggman had a run. Yeah, yeah, Van Eggman as well. Yeah. Um, but that's like, God, like we talk about the Socceroos having like that one. Oh, yeah, because what they do is they play 4 4 2 and they play Fowler and Van Eggman. Yeah. And yeah. the two girls out wide, Kyra yeah. and Katrina in the middle. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know, man. I think a lot of people think we're a lot better than we are. Oh, yeah, the World Cup. Covered a fair few cracks, um, especially the ones without Sam Kerr. Like yeah. people think we'll be okay without it because we were in the World Cup, but it's not. It's not that simple. Not on home soil. Yeah, and the girls that are coming through are very young, so they need yeah. time. Yeah, like lots of time. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. There's only five teams qualified. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure America, Canada. Is it France, France would have qualified by default? Yeah, Colombia and someone else. Netherlands, maybe. Yeah, one yeah. only one European team so far. Yeah, I don't know how they qualify. I'm not on top of that. They have groups over yeah. there and they play in. Um, We've still got a verse like Ecuador or something, don't we? Uh, Uzbekistan. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Um, but how fascinating is it to watch the women's game grow so quickly yeah. for those countries? Yeah. Like third world countries, all of a sudden over the past five years, it's just gone full. Yeah, it's crazy. Like Vietnam were at the fucking World Cup. Yeah. Haiti were. Like that's yeah, insane. Yeah, that yeah. is insane, bro. Like, and um, 
What was I going to say? Well, Uzbekistan, they're, they're playing the Matildas in Melbourne yeah. and they've, they've sold out Marvel in like space for a couple of days. So they're going to be playing the Uzbekistan women's national team. It's probably only ever played in front of a couple thousand people. They're going to be yeah. playing in front of like 50 or whatever it holds. Mm. Matildas have got a stronghold in Melbourne. They, they could fill out the MCG. You reckon? Yeah. But people don't want them. Uh, football purists don't want to play in the oval stadiums. Yeah. I've watched football there. It's, I watched Man City Real Madrid back in the day. Yeah. Um, when they did their tours, it was shit. Where were you sitting? Were you were you at least up high or were you on the fence? Oh, it was on the bottom. Oh, f- yeah. <laughs> you see ass. the advertising. You know what? Fuck. You know who I thought would be goats? I watched Jason Denier that day. Denier? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. That was just center back. Big dreadies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all black, big curly hair. Yeah, and yeah. then there was Humphrey Bells. Humphrey I don't even Bells. know if he plays football anymore. I've I never thought he'd heard be of a him. freak. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Who else played for City back then? Yaya Toure, Gael Clichy. And then Real Madrid. Yeah, the Real Madrid had all their stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Different times back then. But yeah, the MCG, I think the thing about the MCG, but is when Liverpool played victory, that was pretty insane. Yeah, you never walk alone. 100,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Was, was um. I think they also played Victory, played United there only a couple of years ago. I think it was in the MCG as well. I mean, they got like 80,000. And yeah. and we scored – oh, not we. Sorry, fuck. I can't believe I just said oh, that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow, that's not going to go down well. Um, Economides, I think, opened the scoring against Man United. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's one that just went oh, – he He's on a marquee contract. He's earning over a million and he's yeah. coming off the bench for Victory. Oh, yes. I got it up. I've got fucking Melbourne Victory's lineup from the Liverpool game. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Dude, oh, some of these names are awesome. All right, so we'll go Liverpool first. Yeah. Of course, they had to put my boy in there. They had to put the man, Brad Jones, in goal. Yep. I respect that so much. That's good on him. Yeah. Uh, Brad Jones is Australian for anyone listening. Um, Glenn Johnson, Martin Skirtle, Andre, was it Andre Wisdom? You remember him? Wisdom. This was, this was the dark days of Liverpool, wasn't it? Bold head. Uh, Jose Enrique, Steven Gerrard, Joe Allen, Jordan Henderson, Jordan Ibe, Fabio Barini, Raheem Sterling. Fuck, when you look at that team, wow. man, where they all ended up. Yeah. Sterling. How old was Sterling? Oh, the bench is fascinating. Uh, Jay Robinson, no idea. Um, Flanagan, Kelly, Lucas Leiva, Jay Spearing, who looked 40 at the age of 20. Stuart Downing, Sebastian Coates, who went on to have a really good Oh, yeah. You were going. Yeah. Um, uh, Asaidi is the Moroccan. He always had five-star, five-star on um, FIFA. I probably know his face. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Iago Aspas, yeah. Luis Suarez, Luis Alberto, Daniel Agar, Simon Mignolet. Mate, you get that yeah. bench on the Bro. starting team. <laughs> yeah. So these are some of the players that Victory played. So you have, yeah, you had in is terms George, of- George Timofey playing? Back. Full circle moment. I don't think he was, eh? I, l- I looked in into his career today. Yeah. Pretty insane, like some of the players he's – you know Hudgy, right? Hudgy. That USA striker? No. He's playing for Coventry at the moment. No. So Coventry so. last year had this player called Giorquez, yeah. Swedish Donny, scored like 30 or something. Yeah. They didn't know how to replace him. They went into Turkey and found this USA striker, Hudgy Wright. Yeah. Who scored like 30 at like not, not one of the big clubs. And he's at Coventry this year killing it. Yeah, right. And like him and George, like good mates. Oh wow! From my research, <laughs> I'm gonna get George on the pod because I feel like it'll be an insane yarn to just. Yeah, he's one of those guys, bro. Where like if 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 you have him on, people don't expect much, 
but you could unearth some the clips that like and like it just takes a few clips for everyone to be like, I've got to watch this. Yeah, just one of those stories that's just waiting to be told. Yeah. Um, now for the Melbourne Victory lineup, holy shit! Some (laughs) names I never heard of ever since, and some names that are still around. Some names that are bringing back memories. Nathan Coe, he was a great goalkeeper. Yeah. He was unlucky to never really get into that Australia spot. Uh, Adrian Leisure, is that Leisure? L-E-I-J-E-R. I think so. I um, Jason Guerrier, Naboo, yeah. Scott Galloway. Naboo. Oh, my God. Oh, that was when Galloway was meant to go to like the Bundesliga, I feel like. Yeah. What year was this again? Was it 16? 2014. 14. Um, James Jago, Nick Ansel, Lee Broxham, Seleski, uh, Connor Payne, yeah. and uh, Macarunas. Then on the bench had Lawrence Thomas, uh, Thomas, guy called Stella, Jay Brown, uh, Cristaldo, Jego, Busetto, Munan, and Radonjic. <laughs> Radonjic, I remember. Yeah. Whatever God-given reason. But, yeah, that's who Melbourne Victory played when they played Liverpool. That's crazy to me because I'd like – I can't even think back to 2014 Victory. Were they any good? I don't think they were. Nah. That's when Wanderers won ACL. Yeah. I can't remember who won the league because it wasn't – we made the final? Yeah, we made the final. Wasn't we, it us and Mariners? Uh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, Mariners, yeah. 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 A-League All-Stars versus Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a trip down uh, Nostalgia Lane, man. So this is who Man United brought out in 2013. Yeah. Uh, Andreas Lindegaard. Yeah. Yeah, Danish keeper. Yeah, yeah. Raphael, Rio Ferdinand, Phil Jones, Patrice Evra, Wilfred Zaha, Michael Carrick, Tom Cleverley, Jesse Lingard, Ryan Giggs, Danny Welbeck. That's actually not too bad. Yeah, well, the bench is even like, bro, the bench is decent. De Gea, Anderson, Van Persie, um, De Silva, which is just Fabio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, Fabio and Raphael, the twins. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Keane, Yanazai. Oh, Yanazai. I think someone was linked with bringing him into the A-League a couple of years ago. He won't come now. He's too good. Yeah. Picked no, up isn't his he, life. Did he? Oh, I thought he was. Oh, I might be thinking of someone else. So see that. failed wonder kid. Yeah, no, 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 not him. Not him. Not him. Um, oh, maybe Tom Cleverley. Tom, I think Tom Cleverley, oh, he might have been on the. Bro, Danny Welbs is still kicking it. That guy, Welbs. <laughs> All right, A-League, A-League, bro. The A-League All-Stars. I cannot believe some of the names that were in the fucking team. Connor Chapman was in the fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wouldn't get a sniff now. Jeez. No, he wouldn't even come close. Did you watch that uh, A-League like behind? Oh, with Irin Kunda? Or the- no, him and um, Charlie Austin. Oh, Brisbane. yeah. Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> having a proper crack at him. Yeah. Kovic, Bochamp, Bogard, Topol Stanley, Rose. At the yeah. time, probably, yeah, the four best. Yeah. I don't know why you got Bogard, Topple Stanley, Bochum. One of them was playing fullback. Who knows who it was? Uh, Bojic, Emerton, Miller, McGlinchey, who, bro, he should have done more with his career, eh? I always yeah. think about him. Thomas Broish and Berisha. Woof. Big hitters at the end. Some, yeah, Seleski, uh, Michael Bridge, Karuska, Connor Chapman, Ryan Grant, David Williams, Josh Risden, Paul Eiffel, and then Theo... Uh, yeah, just what I think it was just Theo's for mine. Oh, yeah, Michael Theo. Yeah. Theo, yeah, but his name comes up as Theo Kiltos on the sheet. Yeah, he, he, the Brisbane Raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, what a throwback! Jimmy James just weighed in with another one. We're going to go back through the Spurs versus Sydney FC lineup. Actually, we should go 
Who did I watch? I watched Chelsea because I'm a Chelsea fan versus Sydney FC. When I remember they had Dominic Solanke on the bench, Ruben off his cheek. There'd be some good names. Solanke was at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. He was he was tipped See, to go I, good, and then he we 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 loaned him out, and he ended up leaving for free to Bournemouth. <coughs> He's one of those guys, man. Where I like I thought he was a Liverpool. It was I thought he, him and Jordan Ibe were um. Part of like the same group of like Liverpool failed. So, bro, I swear Solanke was at Liverpool. He was, he was oh, at one right. point. I think he left us and then he joined Bournemouth. Oh, no, no, no. He's at Bournemouth now, isn't he? Yeah. He went somewhere in the championship and then he got went, found form. Liverpool picked him up. Then he yeah. got, then he went to Bournemouth. All right. So this is in 2015, I think, Jim. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, it must be, bro. Some of these Spurs players. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> bro, listen to this team. Right, Hugo Lloris in goal, yeah. Nabil Bentaleb right back, yeah. who, funnily enough, him and Benjamin Stooley was the centre-back next to him, both probably played with George Timoteo at Schalke. Oh, yeah, we talked about that on the way. <coughs> I remember. Yeah, Jan Vertonghen, <coughs> DeAndre Yedlin, remember yeah, him? American. 93 pace on FIFA, he was cracked. <laughs> Ryan Mason and Moussa Dembele at DM. Front, uh, at three attacking midfielders, Andres Townsend, Christian Eriksen, Eric Lamella, Harry Kane up front. Bench consisted of Michelle Vaughan, Kyle Walker, Eric wow. Dyer, Nasir Chadley, Tom Carroll, Harry Winks, Grant Ward, Joshua Onomar, and Luke McGee, who I think is an Aussie who never got a crack. Now, if we go to Sydney FC's team, Ivan Nasevsky in goal, Gersbach left back, Petkovic and Sebastian Ryle at centre back, Ryan Grant right back, Terry Antonis and Mikel Tavares, DM. What a name. I forgot about him. Chris Yamoff. Oh, he's someone else I want to interview, eh? Because yeah. of his um heart thing. Alex Brosk, Bernie Abini, right mid. Shane Smeltz up top. Andrew Hull. Oh, my God. What a name. I forgot he existed. He was rapid, eh? Andrew yeah. Hull. He had like, bro, he had, I swear he had one game where he scored like some stupid hat trick and then that was like <laughs> peaked. Um, Stambozziev. Yep. Peter Triantis, George Blackwood, Matt German. Christopher Haji Gilgore, Aaron Calver, Brandon O'Neill, Anthony Bozanis, Vedran Yanyadovic, Jackie's Fati. That's crazy, eh? <laughs> Has Wanderers played any big clubs? Yeah, we played Arsenal, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, a couple. It was like that. I think it might have been like, and we played Leeds, but. When was Western Sydney versus Arsenal? I swear, or maybe not. 2017. Yeah. Oh, God. That's seven years ago. Yeah. Holy shit, man. You went there? I thought you would have been that game for sure. I think I was. I definitely was. I watched yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember it now because I remember being like, oh, I get to watch like my like two teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now it's Fiorentina because um, I became a man and realised what the right thing to do was. Now, West Sydney Wanderers team. Oh, Van Jan Yedovic got a good run of us in fucking Premier League teams. Jan Yedovic, Josh Risden. Yeah. I wouldn't even oh, – he should have stayed. Robbie Cornthwaite, Brendan Hamill, Jack Clisby, Bacchus, Bakiran, um, Jacob Melling, is that it? Jacob Melling, yeah, I think so. I was I was a bit zoned out at this time. Kuzakami, Rolly Bonavasia, Stephen yeah. Lustica, uh, Abraham Majok. I cannot believe Majok started against Arsenal. That's fucking insane. Was he playing on the weekend? Maybe. No. Are you sure? Because I, I actually think he was for South Melbourne. Or maybe Sydney Olympic. I can't remember. Sydney Olympic. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought I, I thought I recognized him. Insane. Yeah, yeah. that's in the Olympic. He just came back from what the hell? Anna Ganesi Deranier is Cyprus. a Cypriot football yes. team. That's <laughs> then he was at South Africa before that. And then he was at oh holy shit, what's that? Oh, Cypriot <laughs> again. Paik. It's a gym. Oh god. It's a gym team, I think. All right. Um, and then on the bench we had Chris Hurd, who was one of the most underrated A-League players of all yeah. time. Chris Hurd, man. Fuck, he was – he should have done more for Australia, to be honest, considering he's at Villa for that long. Oriel Riera, Jared Hall, uh, Michael Thwaite, Nick Suman, Maia, M-A-I-A, uh, Tokic, Cementi, Tate Russell, and then Lecce. Shit, Tate Russell must have been about 15 then, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Did Arsenal win? Yeah, they did, 3-1. Mm. Boo. David Ospina, Kishelny, Mohamed Elneny, Monreal, Ox, Ramsey, Xhaka, Maitland-Niles, Awobi, Lacazette, Giroud, Murdy, Saka, Ozil, Walcott, Welbeck, Martinez, Kolasina, Coughlin, Christian Belek, Cohen Brummel, Reese Nelson, Eddie Nketiah, Joe Willick. Insane. You know that Brummel guy they picked up out of like um, the 6th or 7th division? Yeah. He never really cracked it, but he ended up at like Birmingham or Derby yeah, right. in the championship. But they Arsene Wenger handpicked him out of like the 6th or 7th division in England. That's wild. Yeah. I can't remember if there's any other games to go back and look on. Damn. What else was there? There was the – it's probably not, not that old, but the when we versus Barcelona. Did you go to that one? A-League All-Stars versus Barcelona. It was only like – Oh, that was years. last year. Or like year two years before. ago, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll have a look. As a 15-year-old, I think. I'd fucking two-foot Garvey if I saw him. That prick annoys me. <laughs> 2022, yeah. Oh, that old. Um, oh, so I'm looking at this now. I'm trying to get the lineups for people. So we've got Jason Cummings up against Philip Curdo, Ryan Grant, Murray Upper, Kai Rouse, Jason Davidson, Jay O'Shea, Jack Rodwell, Anthony Caceres, Daniel Pena, Piscopo. He should have done more with his career so far. He'd come off the bench for the Jets on the weekend. <clears throat> That's bad. Jason Cummings, Scott Neville, Oliver Boamel. What the hell? Olivier Bomal. Azias, Ninkovic, Adama Traore, Callum Timmons. Yeah, he's at the Jets now as well. He's young. He must have been like a young kid they put in there. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Redmayne, Grant Quoll, Alexander Popovich. <laughs> Nepotism. Uh, Nestori Iran Kunda. Then we have for Barcelona, Usman Dembele, Luke De Jong, Adama Traore, Garvey, Busquets, San- Sands. Just Sands. <laughs> Balde, Umtiti, Araujo, Dani Alves, Testagan, Ansu Fati, Jordi Alba, Frankie De Jong, Orba, Tanas, Mark Malmal, Ori Liana, Aranda, Depay. Shit. That's what insane. was the score? What did he end up? Because I know we scored a couple. Um, 3-2. Shout out to the A-League All-Stars. <laughs> then we – oh, yeah. So James just sent me what I watched in Melbourne and where my cousin met Ababo. So my cousin, he's non-nor. We're not actually cousins. So yeah, but um, we call each other cousins. But his non-nor is a Roma diehard. Yeah. But in Melbourne, he found out like so. He had a connection. Found out where Roma were training, and he took my cousin there. And my cousin, bro, out of this whole fucking, I'm gonna tell you this whole <laughs> Roma team, and then I'll, I'll you let me know who my cousin met. Oh God, <laughs> these are some of the names that Roma had out in this country. Uh, Maicon, Castan, Younger, Mbiwa, Ashley Cole, Daniel De Rossi, Nine Golan, Ukan, Iago Falki, 
Totti, Javinho, uh, and then you got like Kevin Strootman, Jana Turbe, Adam Lajic, Mir- Miralem Pjanic, Kieta, Destro, Florenzi, Maximovic, Toridis, Manalas, Romagnoli, Dumbia, Cabridossi, Sanabria, Ebarbo, <laughs> the Bond. Um, oh yeah, he met Ebarbo. Out of all of them, was he was he a big FIFA head? Yeah, yeah. He just oh, yes, yeah, so it was, was a Barbo, then it was uh, Dumbia next, and Javinho. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, insane. I don't care about Toddy, but yeah, this is oh, bro, this is Real Madrid had playing. Wow, bear in mind this is when they played each other on Australian soil. Kalo Navas, Danny Calvajal, Sergio Ramos, Varane, Marcelo, Ila Ramendi, Luka Modric, Gareth Bale, Martin Odegaard, Jesse Rodriguez, who I think is a rapper now, Ronaldo. Then you've got Vasquez, Cherishev, Pepe, Nacho, Cruz, Benzema, Lucas Silva, Abaloa, Isco, Danilo, Pacheco, Marcus Lorente on the bench. Wow. Pretty insane, eh? That's a, oh, they didn't hold back. Far out. Was Ronaldo there? No. They didn't bring him. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Ronaldo, yeah. Seven. Yeah, number seven, Cristiano Ronaldo. Shit. Ilo Romandi, yeah. That's, that's such a throwback, man. Wow. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Speaking of A-League All-Stars, A-League marquees this year. Do you reckon they've got it right? Yep. I actually, for me, I reckon it's probably the best year in a while for marquees. Or not, I don't think there's many like actual marquees in the league. So in the A-League, you get um, your squad and I think you can have a marquee player who is outside the salary cap. I think there's only maybe one or two in the league who are actual marquee players. Um. Chris Economides is a marquee player yeah. for Melbourne Victory, but he would be on the very low end of that, I'd assume. And He's also Australian. You do get an Australian marquee. Yeah, yeah. So I think Jamie McLaren's probably on a fair bit of coin, along with Leckie, but City Football Group probably sorting that out some way or another. Um, but in terms of foreign players, I don't, I don't think anyone would be on a marquee contract. Joe Lolly. Yeah, he'd be on a pretty big gun. Yeah, pretty big money. But yeah, um, I don't know if he's Wanderers International, but Marcelo. Yeah, but even him, because when when they bring out a marquee, they normally try to make it public that he's a marquee. But, yeah. So the league, so pretty much the structure is you get five visa players. Two of them can be within this, they're called, um, I forget the name, but they're in a certain price bracket and then you can have a marquee out of that lot as well. But in terms of visa players and foreign players they've brought into the league, I think they've this is this is the format the league should look to use moving forward. Because I think the players that we've got here, they're all performing pretty well pretty much for every team. Every club's got at least one foreigner who I think is performing well. We saw on the weekend, Daniel Pena, Brazilian, Western United, killing it. Uli de Villa, bloody hell, he's been here for a long time now, but he's still one of the best players in the league. Jay O'Shea, Brisbane Raw, Marcelo at the Wanderers. Joe Lolly at Sydney FC. Like every league has got a story of a foreign player that they've brought in, but they're not your household names like your nanny, yeah. Daniel Sturridge. And that. They're, they're prioritizing on field performance, which is what you've got to do given the current landscape of football around the world and the finances. Yeah. And where we sit on the pyramid of that. Like we are, we're a developmental league. And I think we should prioritize that rather than bringing in this money for players who might sit on the bench. I have additions to your comments. I agree. I think an Asian marquee should be added. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we should be trying to get some of those Japanese tens, Korean midfielders, yep. uh, Thai players. Yeah. Um, like you'd be, and, and the other thing is, if you tap into those countries, you'd be surprised at the following that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. 
especially if you build a relationship. If you get like, say like, sounds stupid. If you get the best Vietnamese player and you bring him to Australia. Yeah, you'll get the Vietnamese community. Oh, yeah. And Vietnam overseas, like yeah, watching itself, in. watch wanting to tune in, see what he's doing, especially if he's a national team captain, whatever. I think also the structure of which you base international signings, Wanderers have done perfect. Yep. A centre back, a DM. Yep. And and you stabilise your yep. whole fucking team doing that. Yeah. And then your striker can be whatever. You don't. We see with Taggart at Perth. You don't necessarily need to go overseas for your striker, yes. but your DM and your centre back should be. Yeah, that, that spine, that real foundation. Yeah. yeah. Even with Wanderers, we've got an international striker, but he hardly touches the ball. Yeah, I don't. That's probably more down to how we're playing yeah. than him because he's he's put away his chances when he's got them. But yeah, um, yeah, no, fully agree with that. Now the top ten on Sofa Score so far. I wanted to show you this. This is insane to me. I don't know if I agree. It's changed since we spoke. Yeah. We'll do the top 20. All right. I'll go from 20 down. Okay. <clears throat> Nikola Mulisinovic. Oh, shit. Milosinic. <laughs> Mila Usnic. Yeah. He's, um, yeah, Brisbane Raw. He's, yeah. Brisbane Raw fans bag him out because I think he gets like 10 chances a game, but he'll score one. Oh, how about Lucky Wales miss on the weekend at Topo? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Devia Azani. Wait, Jacob, De is 19. Yeah. He should be a lot higher than that. I know, he just got a fucking entry. Yeah. Daniel Arzani. Yeah. Jacob Farrell, who I rate so highly, and I think he'll go overseas before we know it. I think, yeah, this will be his last season in the league. Yorit Hendricks, Daniel Pena, Marcelo, Ryan Scott. We spoke about this. I think by default of facing that many shots. Yeah. yeah. Costa Barbarousas. Apparently, his Evo card on FIFA's cracked or something. Yeah, he? I saw it. It's like an 82 with the same yeah. stats as Cruyff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Joe Gauci, uh, yeah. Milanovic, yep. Hamza Saki, uh, Marco Tulio, who's leaving, Zach Clough, Bruno Fornaroli, Angel Torres, Alex Paulson, who is one to fucking watch, JSA, Tolgai Arslan, then Joe Lolly. Tolgai Arslan got pocketed by Brilliante on the weekend. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and Marcelo. Yeah, oh, I love that when they squared up. <laughs> yeah. But they used to play together apparently at um, Besiktas in Turkey. They played together. Really? Yeah. Apparently, someone told me that. I think he, Marcelo definitely played there. I'm not sure about Arslan though. When did Marcelo play there? Straight after Leon for like a bit. Yeah, he went uh, Leon. I think he got loaned out, or he might have signed, played there for like two seasons, then came back to France. Yeah, right. Oh, I'd put Marcelo higher on that list as well. Far out. I reckon he's the best centre back we've ever had. I reckon he's probably one of the best centre backs the league's ever seen. Yeah, he just. I'll, he doesn't have the pace, but he's just the way he uses his body to position himself. He just the strikers in the league got no chance. Yeah, it's only if we get he gets in behind him. But like if you aerially, no chance against him. I can confirm <laughs> they did play together. Boom! Didn't stop him squaring off though. Oh, I love that. I'd square off against my mate if I could. <laughs> yeah. I'd fucking headbutt the prick. <laughs> I'd headbutt some of my mates if I could on the field. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, man, some of that, some of this team's pretty insane. Vincent Abubakar, Demba Bars, Shank Tosin, Taliska, Gokhan Inla, Ryan Barbel. Sorry, we're football nerding out here. Koresma. Wow. That's an insane, that's an insane team. Now, speaking of blokes squaring off in Australian soil, rugby league charity match. Oh, yes. We've got it coming up. We just found out one of the other teams. 
Joe and I are very much in the group chat and we're loving it. We do love it. But Joe and I are very much just like. We're passive. Passive viewers. We haven't played. Well, you have. I've yeah. never played a fucking game rugby league in my life. <laughs> so you don't want to chat too much shit. Nah. But I will say I had a uh, premonition. There's Cast Patrol boys who do the podcast. God love them. But they fucking, every time I click on a post, they've commented on it. So, and then I just had a premonition today. I saw them comment on a post and I just thought, fuck, I'm going to follow one of these guys. So I think Jimmy's the halfback. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, yep. yep. Yeah, I think, I think it might be him. I think it might be him. Probably, but Probably the smallest out of the three of them too. So. Well, the other one, what, what are their names? Mick? Yeah, yeah Jimmy, Mick's, Mick and Age. Is that right? Age, Age. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, boys, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but our team... Um, I don't know who put it in the group chat, but they, they they messaged one of our boys trying to get the inside scoop. It's a charity match, so it's going to be fascinating. Um, everyone takes it serious and gets in their own head when they've got spare time on a Monday night, but come with the game, come with the hour, there'll be fucking four drop balls in the first five minutes. I can just be- <laughs> the chat's been going off with the tactics, but we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to, yeah. All I know is I'm going to do that Sammy Bird just run. Yeah, just one Funny. hand and one ball and just- Hand in one ball, ball in one hand, and just sprint. Not at anyone but Jason David. I do not care how small you are. Jason obviously won't sprint at. But yeah, we're in the charity match. It's presented by Sportshead TV. Um, I filmed for it last year. I'm fucking so excited. I've never played. I don't even yeah. I don't even know like I've been watching Arthur Beats and like stuff, you know, reading about up about Arthur Beats because apparently he's famous for just somehow just always getting the ball out and offload. Oh, yeah, you're going to be the big offload. Yeah. Well, you got that height. You can just hold the ball up high. Yeah, just don't let them wrap your arms. I remember that from AFL. Did you ever play AFL? No, nah, it's probably the only sport I haven't played. Yeah, so I played AFL and it was like if you got the ball in your hands, you'd either put the ball up high or you just never let – you always keep one arm free because as soon as they get your second arm, you're holding the ball, you're done. Yeah. So you like instinctually you just yeah. kind of get used to flicking around in that like tight environment. Where there's just bodies around you, so I'm gonna. I'm pretty keen for that. Yeah. Nice. Also, my kick early on, bit of guerrilla warfare stuff. <laughs> they give it to you for a hit up. You just yeah. play it down the other end. If How I see the, if I see a chance to go for a forty twenty, I will take it yeah. on my life. At the end of the day, we're there to entertain more than anything. That's it. Also, I reckon I might do a chip and chase. It'll be good stuff, eh? It'll be good content. <laughs> Need a good bounce, but yeah, yeah. Fuck. If that ball so much doesn't come up. A meter minimum off the ground, I'm fucked. <laughs> if there's anything below it, I'm just going to trip. I'm going to eat shit. I'm going to knock the ball on. But, yeah, yeah, we've got the charity match coming up. It's for Mark Hughes Foundation, Ronald McDonald. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keen. Do you got a little bit of experience, but we'll keep it under wraps. Yeah, what was that story you told last time? Of, um... Oh, yeah. So um, where I'm from, you know, my school, we weren't the sportiest bunch. So we, um, I made the school rugby team to go on a tour to New Zealand, and we ended up, the tour of the school organised us to take on Richie McCaw's high school he went to, Otago Boy High, Otago Boys High. Shout out, lads, if you're watching this, um, if you're not already in the All Blacks camp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we got there. Yeah, you know, if you're not earning $10 million from Japanese rugby already, yeah. <laughs> you tune into Hells and Homies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we took over our first 15. We got to this school and... They decided not to play their first 15 against us because, you know, probably get folded yeah. in half, you know. But um, so they sent out their under-15s to take us on, you know. We were like, oh, yeah, let's go. We're on here. Yeah. And then um, game kicks off. I think their fullback might catch it. 
spread it out to the winger and he runs the full field scores in the first minute. Like the old rugby league game. Yeah, yeah. Just run down the byline and go down. It's like the they side. had hacks or glitches or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the game ends. I think it's um, they they probably stopped counting after seventy, but I'd say about a hundred nil. Fuck. Yeah. That's nothing about me and my ability. Yeah. There's born of a rugby ball in their hands over there. So you're you didn't grow up in West Sydney, so you may not know, but you know St. Dom's? Saint they're literally Dom's. like if you go Northern Road when you leave here, they're yeah. along there. Yeah. But St. Dom's produces all the footy players, so like Nathan Cleary and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan, I'm pretty sure, was two grades above me at school. Yeah. But at school, we went to St. Columbus, which is not it's just a Catholic school up in the mountains. But yeah. it's uh in the mountains, it's essentially the private school, right? Yeah. But so we'd go to sporting events with all these other private schools yeah. without any of the fucking facilities or the teachers or no training or anything. Yeah. We just participated in the events because we had to as a school. We had an AFL team and there's like a bunch of us in like year nine, year eight playing. Yeah. And bro, when I tell you, I got fucking folded by Nathan Cleary. Eh? Like, bro, these boys from Doms, <laughs> yeah. these boys from Doms, they could not. So they had like Nathan and they had a kid we grew up with who went down there named Jack Morrison. Mm. They could kick the ball because they understand how to kick the ball. Yeah. Dom's had like no AFL players. We ended up beating them yeah. by the default of the fact we knew how to kick the ball. But when we got, like, bro, when I tell you we got battered and like basically assaulted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. There was one I remember. I don't even remember who it was. It was one, like, he, I think he was a Samoan or a Tongan boy, so an Uso or Toko, and I've like taken the ball and I've taken the mark and he just <laughs> – Hasn't computed like there's marks <laughs> and he fucking just hit me blindside. Eh? Oh, and there was oh, one kid. We we're playing against one of the other Western Sydney schools. We had this guy called Ryan Berrier playing for us, who was yeah, <laughs> not particularly athletic, but he was in the team because we were short on numbers. And so you know, with an AFL ball, so it'll, it'll do like the two or three bounces along the ground, then it bounces up. Yeah, yeah. So if you're tapping it perfectly while you're running, you're getting. Essentially, at the pace of the ball, you're tapping and the ball's bouncing up every meter or two. But sometimes the bounce will either like dribble along the ground or yeah. it'll bounce up, up, like for whatever God-given reason. It just yeah. hits perfectly, comes up like towards your thing. Ryan Berrier has done this massive hit on the ball, like too hard, but he's hit it like downwards. So the ball's like done one bounce and then it's just gone up. So he's just going to jump. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like a meter away from him. Yeah. This is the same comp and I'm watching him and he jumps and these guys come over to spear tackle him thinking like he's going to hit him like square in the ribs like while he's midair. Ryan Berry has jumped higher than Ryan Berry thought he could fucking jump. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Berry is like oh, feet Ryan. are so far off the ground and these guys hit his feet and he did a fucking full flip and yeah. let it straight in his fucking face. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. In all my years of AFL, I never saw anyone do a flip. Like a full... Oh, uh, 360 rotation of yeah. the body and he ate so much shit and the ball got dropped and everyone stopped and then one guy just ran through and picked it up and <laughs> continued. So much fun, eh? Oh, but yeah, I'm keen to play. Uh, for some of the content creators that will be in there uh, that people would know, Shaq TV, yep. for those wondering, he does the Eshe impressions. Um, that's actually next episode of Hellas and Homies. Uh, you also got Nick Stav. Captain. Uh, yeah, El Capitano. Oh, we got Stavinia. a lot of soccer boys in our team, actually. Well, I don't know why they don't do a fucking soccer charity match at this point, but we'll get there. I'm just going to get up the lineups for people. Um, so lineups here. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sports Shed TV. Sorry for anyone listening. Who else is in there? You reckon? Um, yeah. Oh, Castro Soler. Oh, Fred's our <laughs> hectic. Fred's our thing. Chich. 
Uh, Nilso from What's New in the Castle, Supercoach, Winston Neville, Trademark Sports, who's a freak, Hainsey. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Joe and I are in there. Rando's in there. Rando actually plays rugby league, which will be a massive help. Uh, Sports Share TV, charity match, captain announcement. No, it's 22-man squad announcement. Yeah. So for them, you've got um, the cast patrols. You've got Blake Darlow, uh, Matty Georges, Jake Sidney, who's just Spaniards videographer, NRL Roasty, um, Entertain House, Sports Shed TV, boys all together, I'm pretty sure. Or No, they're split each. Norman on one side, yeah. Jason David's on their side. Uh, Fekatoa. Oh, fuck, that's a scary name to look at. Any <laughs> Islander name in this game will fucking <laughs> will score five or six tries. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I'm 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 sure a few more names will get added. But I'm I'm pretty excited, eh? I'm pretty yeah, excited. Yeah. Um, and that's next week. Some of the teams been doing training sessions and stuff. Yeah, you're not catching me dead at a training session, but shout out to them. And um, there is also there was a video game made of it today, bro. How insane is that? Yeah, we're man, trying we're, to look it up. It's like we're going on FIFA, but yeah. rugby league version. <laughs> so pro clubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pro clubs. Um, yeah. Well, did we cover everything? Hmm. Oh, you know what I was going to tell you? I'm going to film every game this year. Is in the... Sunday League. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, nice. You can get one of those green ones, the big... The VOs. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a VO camera and then what I'm going to do is do like SE... Do you ever watch SE Dons growing up? Or yeah, 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 yeah. And you so, commentate over it or... Yeah, and then you let audio play out in some parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm thinking of what I'm thinking of doing is have a camera set up exclusively for filming the game from a certain view. Yeah. And then have a ground level camera. Yeah. Okay. Where someone like run like, looks around and films. Yeah, films just random shit. Yeah. And then oh, I'd be good. Yeah, I just gotta figure out how to do it. It's that's the concerning part. It's like figuring out how to do it. And then get a keeper cam. Keeper mic'd up. Well, he doesn't speak much at all. It's oh, my really? biggest criticism of my keeper, actually. He doesn't speak enough. <laughs> Not enough content, mate. Yeah. He just doesn't – he doesn't like – um, turn, like he doesn't he – because does, he, he's, he's, he's so he's, – Ollie's so aware. He's like one of the most intellectual friends I have. He's so aware. He knows it's Sunday league and he never forgets that. So he doesn't want to – Oh, yeah. He doesn't – he, he'll get competitive in the sense of like he'll be so angry at himself, but he never wants to get like – because he knows keepers have to be a bit fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't like to do that, but I always Keep tell him, him fuck him, yeah. man, it's just a game of football. <laughs> Whatever you say doesn't really count. But yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to try and film every game and then put it out. It's be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. Because that could send it into oblivion. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's universal, that. It's not. Yeah. yeah, and plus I feel like with Australian. Yeah. Well, no one else is doing it in Australia. And it's no. that humour will translate well, I reckon. Yeah, but also the um, – the, do you know how in England they just kind of – the fights I've seen, they like start over nothing and they don't really like um, spill into anything. Yeah. They don't even like shirt grab. They just yeah. like are swearing off at each other, like swearing at each other. Yeah. In Australia, not to say there's punches thrown, yeah. but like there's shirts being ripped and shit. Like, like it actually gets like. <laughs> I'll, I'll, just, I'll tell a story about my yeah. Saturday all age fives. We were um, versing this team and there was just a challenge, right? It wasn't anything too bad. Our player gets up, old mate, like they start shoving and our player just headbutts him in the nose <laughs> and splits his nose open. He, um, yeah, he didn't play the rest of the season, but that's He got suspended for the whole season? I don't know what ended up happening. With him. I think he went on a holiday and he just said, no, nah, I'm not going to play when I get back. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial. We didn't have any, I don't think we had any fights. And that's in, that's in the eastern suburbs comp, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Backpack is out there, get angry, but oh yeah, actually, there's a lot of poms playing in that comp. Yeah, 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 actually, one of the problems we have is with poms. Yeah, not the not um. What's the Croatian team? Nah, we end up friends with them. Yeah, We're brates, as they call it, brothers oh, yeah. in Croatian. <laughs> brates. Yeah, they give me chavapi, Rajika, I think. Rajika is their drink. Mm-hmm. Nah, um, we, I don't think we had. Oh, Jordan Springs were a bit. Yeah, Joey's were a bit full on. <laughs> They had one guy that still was like commenting on my post being like, you cringe as fuck, blah, blah, blah. There was one guy actually, there was one guy in the comp. So he was mouthing off at the sideline at the boys. It'd been like a bit back and forth, whatever between me and him. I remember he hit one of the boys in the back, which I never like. I don't like, I don't like the fact you could with a front on tackle, even if it's two footed studs up. It's still front on. There's still an opportunity for someone to see that and completely just jump out of it. Yeah. Even better, they lunge in at you. Again. Fair game, right? Yeah. Both get up, whatever. But from the back, I hate because it's first of all, it's a dog shot. Yeah. Second of all, you can seriously hurt someone if you hit them in the wrong place in the spinal cord. Rather, feet are feet. But like a fucking spinal cord's like, and you hear about it as well. Anyway, it wasn't much, but it just pisses me off. Even the slightest just shoving the back when someone's gone full pace and- do some damage. But anyway, that happened. And then he was mouthing off of me, which I much of much. I've been fat my whole life, so it's not. Everything's you you were yeah. once like yeah. big as well. Like oh, I'm still pretty big, bro. But slurs yeah. just go in one ear and oh, out yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you get used to it. But he um he started mouthing off at Jez on the sideline, saying like your TikToks are fucking disgrace, blah blah. So they had a free kick and I'm standing next to the ball, like trying to delay play. Yeah. Um, because my defense wasn't set. I was just standing there. And then I kind of like tuned out and I was just listening to him. So he was facing. So like you're as far away as he was. Yeah. And he was facing like that way going like, oh, you're a fucking disgrace. Like you're a bunch of um, like bunch of sticks if you know what that actually, Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Word used to describe homosexual men back in the day. Like bro, like proper vile words. And um, and yeah. And then he like turned around and um, I was just like, I was like, oh, hey, bro, like, um, what did I say? I was like, oh, by the way, I run the TikTok. <laughs> You're right yeah, 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 yeah. And then he goes, oh, bro, I'm a big fan. I go, fuck off. Don't drop your nut. <laughs> like, I, I just said to him, I was like, look, oh. man, like, look, honestly, you can have your opinion. Like, it's where if you hate me or you love me, you're still talking about me. Yeah. Is what it is. If you hate me, you're more likely to talk about me. But, which is good marketing, because I know a lot of people genuinely enjoy it, because it's relatable. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, he, yeah, and then he goes, no, nah, bro, I'm a big fan. I just hated that. Like he dropped his – so he acted like that tough guy out loud and then he dropped his nuts. But then there was another guy on that team. He was a – bro, this guy was like a bigger boy. He was actually quite good, but he was like 40-something, I reckon, or like late 30s. And he got like really competitive out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure he offered one of the boys out in the car park. <laughs> but um, there was one game, so they all had like kids. They have like – they're like yeah. dads, right? Yeah. And, bro, there was one game where I was clearing the ball on the edge of my box and, like, we had a fill-in referee and he, like, full lunged in. And if I left my foot standing where it was, he would have snapped my leg, like, 110%. So I, like, moved my leg out of the way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, don't do that. And he goes, what's that? We're just having a – like, we're, we're competitive. I was like, fuck, man. Like, first of all, like, so many things to unpack here. Well, like, we're walking as we're saying this. I was like, I couldn't look him in the eye because I wanted to knock him out. I was like, yeah. first of all, you're a father. Your daughter's watching. I'm, I'm assuming that's your daughter over there. Yeah. Be a man. Second of all. It's Sunday league and I have work tomorrow. <laughs> Third of all, if I did the same to you and I didn't miss and I snapped your leg and you have a family to provide for, 
I'm 23. I don't have a family to provide for and I'm angry about it. Imagine if I did the same to you yeah, and I actually yeah, connected. Yeah, shit. And then I said, fourth, if you started a fight here, like I don't think you'd like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you won't like what's yeah, coming, mate. Yeah, it'd just be, bro, the boys would have no problem. We're all 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I said yeah, to him, yeah. I was like, you're, you're pushing 40. These boys are all like yeah. 21 and full of testosterone and fucking alcohol and drugs, man. Like they're, <laughs> There's no shame in yeah, saying yeah, that. You know what yeah, I mean? Nah, I, was like, nah. I don't know, dude. It was just a fascinating. But yeah, I just said to him, I was like, look, man, I've got work tomorrow. I'm not trying to get my leg snapped. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm just being competitive. And he ended up apologizing. I was like, don't apologize. Like, don't apologize, you fucking coward. Just don't do it again. But yeah, they're, they're the only team. So Warrington, we started off having Warrington actually start, bro, to start off the TikTok series, Warrington actually had like comments at the start, like taking the piss out of me, like, yeah. full giving me heaps of shit. So the first TikTok that went out was against hate, uh, like Wentworth Falls All Age Fours in a trial. Yeah, that made its way around the things. <clears throat> first game we have is Warrington Croatia, <laughs> so they've seen it, sent it to each other, and they're taking the piss out of me. Get to the game, they're taking the piss out of me. But there's one guy I versed every year. His name was um, fuck, what's his name? It's Ivan. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> Ivan. Sure. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds about right. I, Ivan and I. Well, when I tell you some of the challenges we put in on each other are atrocious and we get up and we like tap each other on the head and shit. We just played each other for like three or four years now. He's gone as well. Yeah. I hate versing him. I think he scored like 10, 15 goals on me. But he <laughs> likes the fact that th this kid won't quit because I always come back for him. Every yeah. Like, bro, he can score. There was one, one time he scored four goals on me and the next game I still wanted to mark him. <laughs> you got to respect him. Yeah. yeah. And um, we, we'd mark each other and – there was one, like the first game, he's like, I seen your TikTok. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, what'd you think, Ivan? And he was like, to be honest, bro, he's like, I find it funny. He goes, I don't think everyone else finds it funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we come back around the second. They beat us like five or six nil because we were playing three back, trying to play out. Yeah. Never, never going away. Come back to the second game. And, bro, he comes back and, like, he's like, honestly, they fuck, like, Everyone loves it. He goes, you somehow come full circle and everyone, hey. And he goes, I can't believe it. And that game, um, I can't remember where we played him. But, yeah, we were just talking the whole game. And then it's about this. <laughs> he committed the most atrocious tackle on me in, like, open play. Yeah. That full stutter me in, like, the stomach because he's going for the ball. And then I, like, put my leg up and he went over the top of my leg and hit me in the stomach. I was like, fuck, Ivan. That was pretty red hot. <laughs> and play continues. And then I like I was like to the ref, I was like, no, it's sweet, like like speaking during the game, I'm like, no, it's sweet, it's all good. Like, let me play the ball, play the worst pass possible into Warrington Croatia. They put the ball over the top and he goes on and scores. And he, <laughs> bro, he starts smiling and he goes, hey, fuck, how good was that? <laughs> and then <laughs> and then there was another one. So we went up 3-1 in like the knockouts against them, which was insane. 3-1 in 15 minutes. I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Bear in mind, a lot of people forget, like these guys are all like Sydney United, like like couldn't crack Sydney United, but yeah. at one point probably found themselves in and around like some of those teams. Bro, there's there's like four of them that are proper talented as well. But um, we found ourselves 3-1 up, but there was this one where like the ball came across and so the so the ball's gone down their right wing, our keepers come out and me and Turbo, the centre-backs, are covering like the goal and the cross comes in and he takes a touch and he instead of placing it, he like full puts his foot through it. So I got like as diagonal as I could <laughs> to cover as much as the goal and I put my hand up like right up here. <laughs> yeah. Fucking smack my hand. Went up, and I'm thinking, oh, like I've given away a penalty. I'd already given away a handball that good day. Yeah. Given away a second one. The ref didn't see it. And then, bro, he's like looking at me and then he comes up to me and he goes to the ref. He goes, look, look. And he goes, bro, tell me. 
tell me right now, you did not handball. And I looked him dead in the eye, I go, did not handball. And he goes, fuck you, man, I know you handballed it. And then I was like, we're walking, we're walking back and the rest walked off and he goes, you handballed it, didn't you? I was like, yeah, I handballed it. And then I was like, don't you tell me for one fucking second, you wouldn't say the same thing. He goes, yeah, I wouldn't have said I handballed it. <laughs> Oh, right, this is mad, mad yeah. relationship I got with him, eh? And yeah, then he scored good. like I think he scored a hat trick that game. But yeah, that happens. Yeah, they came full circle. Yeah, Penrith. Oh, Penrith. They were Penrith were like younger boys. They were like yeah. the age of the boys in my team. So they were like twenty one. Oh, bro, they were like real, real angry during the game. There was a bit of a bust up, and then they got on TikTok as soon as I got home. Like upload oh. it, upload it, and then I replied to like the comments like, "Yeah, it'll be up tonight, bro. Like, just give me a sec." And um. And then their whole attitude changed. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But um, who were the other teams? I don't know if there was any more bad blood. I don't think there was. Colo was much of a muchness. They didn't think much of it. Hazo loved it, bro. They they thought it was bro. Hazo had like proper like uh, MPL one like guys who won out at Blacktown and whatever. Yeah, yeah, playing in their um in their team. They're playing prems this year. What do you think of this for an idea? Okay. So Starboy Jazz. Yeah. Hazo prems want him. Don't oh, blame him. Yep. Don't blame yep. him. Hazo is like one of the only other Blue Mountains team in our comp this year. Yeah. I'm going to put up – they're going to Prem's, which is on a Saturday night. It's not even in our competition. But I was going to put up posters on a, at their home ground on a Saturday afternoon before they all arrive. <laughs> oh, this of, is commitment. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Of, I'll make a good video out of it. Yeah. I'll beware snakes in the area and just have a portrait <laughs> of Jez. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I thought that would be good stuff. That's some content I thought of. Yeah. I'll list off some of the other content ideas I had for you while you're here. All right. Live feedback. Yep. Anyone else listening, you can weigh in via private message. Uh, SC Hellas content. Recreating Nike posters with the boys. I posted on TikTok. Do you remember that? I the, like the Ian Wright one where it was like, oh, um, behind every goalkeeper is a ball from Ian oh, Wright. Oh, yes. Yeah, the billboards and that. And then it'd be like 2000 was a good year or 1998 was a good year for France, even though they won the World Cup. Because he was born. Kylian Mbappe was born. So yeah. I was going to do oh, – these are so stupid <laughs> – I was going to say 2000 was a good year for Sydney. Falcon was born. And then like Sydney Olympics. In the blacks and red kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that'd be, just Photoshop it on there. And then like, I, I don't know what else to do, but I came up with one. It was like 2014 was a good year for Western Sydney. Ben Corn graduated primary school. He's our left winger. It makes no sense. Yeah. But I just sort of doing shit yeah. like that. No, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, conf- uh, yeah, national second division content. I was going to do a pub shoot for the kids, so I'm trying to get a beer sponsor on board. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. See, the reason I'm saying these out loud is because I feel like no one can really copy it. Yeah, yeah, once it's out there, you can't steal it. But also, like, <coughs> no one can. No one's really got the same thing going. No. I, know, I haven't seen anyone doing it. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, you know what we're going to do for, like, the pregame thing is do the state of origin graphics. Do you remember, like, oh, when we were growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, when they walk with, like, out. Trent Water- Water- yeah, Trent Waterhouse, Kuma Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Do something like that. Yeah. Uh, it would just be Ben Corn, Wimbley. Um, what <laughs> yeah, else? Yeah, that be you and that and then I had a full like cinematic idea for signing videos. So you ever watch Moneyball? Uh, yes, I think so. Jonah Hill? Yeah. yeah. And Brad Pitt? Yeah. So I was going to take like the aesthetic of that and then we've got Harley who like looks like he belongs in Red Dog. Yeah. And we're going to go out to a country town. So I was going to go upstairs in a boardroom and film it like I'm in like a, like a proper football club, papers everywhere. And then like a checklist behind me of the players we've signed. So we've got like four players we've signed. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Just four blokes that have joined the team. One's Ned, who's like the lankiest fucking centre back. Harley, who's like third choice left back in this team. It's saying something because we only have one left back. <laughs> <laughs> Hancock, who's a ranger, which we're going to use for marketing. And then who's the other signing we made? 
I can't even remember who the other one was. Oh, God, forgive me. But, yeah, I was going to do, like, proper cinematic signing videos. Like a FIFA career mode cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, proper cutscenes. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to make a concept video of uh, if SC Hellos made an A-League team, but I have to keep five of my current roster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. I like it. But, yeah, that's about it. What about you You content-wise? What's your plan this year? Um, yeah, so we, we talked about last time I was here when we were doing that news video. So I'm going to keep doing that all year, every week, which got a pretty good reception last week. From- yeah. So I'm going to keep doing that. Um, I really enjoyed what we did on the weekend as well, the Greek yeah. Cup. So maybe look so to reach fun. out to some NPL teams and do some stuff with them or just go independently and see if we can get media passes, film, whatever. I'd also love to do like a storytelling one because I was actually looking on – do we just look at Google Maps and look what's around you? Or I do because I've just moved to Sydney, so I'm trying to figure out yeah, everything is. On. And I looked on the map and there was this old rundown stadium near me where I'm living now. And I figured out that it's the old stadium of St. George Budapest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself that I could do somewhere where, like, go visit where these old grounds used to be here. and stuff. Sure. Yeah. And That'd then just, awesome. yeah, just do some stuff there and whatever. I don't know. Just something from that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. And just, then just go on to tell the story or um, overlay some There's clips. Murray, bro. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny Warren played there as well. That book right there, The Death and Life of Australian Soccer, opens up on all those clubs. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, something like How that. Many, where is it? It's in um, it's right near Brighton, Brighton on the Sands because it's St George. So I'm in yeah. St George right now. It's um, like, honestly, it's probably like four minute drive from my place. What? But but they're they're redeveloping it. I don't know what it's there now. I think it might be all gone. Oh. But there'll be other examples and stuff. I know Baffer seventy five in Orange. They've still got their old stadium out there that they used to play in the top flight of New South Wales with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So even stuff like that, and then yeah. Because there'd be a bunch. There'd be a bunch of old ones. Yeah. And just awesome. tell the story of the club. Just showcase the history. Yeah, Australian football. Yeah. Yeah, yeah too many football creators from Australia want to do overseas content. There's there's actually so many that do it. Yeah. And credit to them because it's a bigger market. But, I mean, I prefer doing what I do compared to that. But that market's more saturated as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you've also got proper media entities to compete with. Yeah. Say, for the sake of it. Myself, yourself, and someone else made a podcast. Yeah. There's not much doing Australian football, like Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer, Michael Richards does, where they cover just English football. Yeah. That's like who you compete with when talking about that type of football. Yeah. When we talk about Australian football. No one. Literally no one. So that actually might be something we do. That'd be a good yeah, idea. I'm down. 100%. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That's about it for this this week. Thanks for watching. Get your charity match tickets. I'll put them in the link and buy it. Both Joe and I will be lining up on the bench. I don't even know if I'll fuck going. I might just sit there for a while. Maybe the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might just go and make one run, score a try, and then fucking sit back down. But uh, Joe will probably be doing a bit of hard yucca on the second row, you reckon? Nah, put me in the props. I'll take down the big fellas. Yeah. Or on the wing. I don't mind. <laughs> take yeah. on the little fellas. Pick up, help yeah. up Stav. Yeah. yeah. Um. Everyone, you can find Joe's stuff, Joe K Football across the board. You know where to find my stuff. Thank you for watching as always and uh, see you next week.